Right, but honestly, then, I think not being not having the time to shop in the vendor hall might save me a few hundred bucks. So yeah, but that might not be bad. <laughs> but what are you? It is fine. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I don't even know what you'd buy at this. I don't know. I haven't year. seen it yet. Right. I mean, it's this. I don't know. I don't feel like it's predictable at this point. It's a bunch of miniatures companies and so many games. That but that's are, it. It's, that's yeah, just it's, it's still unpredictable, though. Yeah. And by nature of being unpredictable, means there might be something awesome and cool I never thought of. Sure. <laughs> Could be some some sweet terrain. Yeah. I or picked not. up for a fun board. All the terrain I picked up last year, I'm finally just now opening up the bags and starting to use them. So. Well, all right. Okay. So you I mean, bought some terrain. All right. If we hadn't wandered the gaming floor or the the vendor hall, I would have never met the guy running Gaddis Gaming, and I just ordered some miniatures from him. So. Okay. Know. All right. Fine. <laughs> Begrudgingly, <laughs> Rick right, so agrees. <laughs> ah, the vendor hall, I guess. If I have right, to. Fine, it's cool. Fine, it's cool. Snafu. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. All right, welcome to another episode of Snafu. I'm your host, Rick. It's hey, number Rick. 42. Does that, isn't that, uh. That's oh, a very important number, actually. It's, uh, Rob, or, yeah, Jackie Robinson's number, right? Yes. It's the, the answer yeah. to the most important question in the world. It is. It is, it is the also ultimate the most answer. Yeah. So. Right. It's the most important so Jackie, answer. Jackie Robinson is the ultimate answer? I mean, sure. His number if, is. It you is know time what? when he played, yeah, sure. When Bill and Ted comes back around for version two, if they go and get Jackie Robinson because they think he's the ultimate answer, I'm going to be super excited. It's never going to happen. But That would be... Man, if I were the writer... That might be, that might be too deep, so... Uh, yeah, for, for Bill that and was, Ted, for that sure. That was like a 20-second tangent. Nice. Yep. Yep. So. All right. Well, welcome back. This is 42. It's a new year. We're still tangenting out of the gate. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, it's a new year. It's a new me, except I'm exactly the same. Uh, <laughs> everyone say hi. Dale, say hi. Hi. Pat, say hi. Hello. Je- oh, you're supposed to say hi. Damn it. Hi. Yeah, see, you got to practice this. Jeff, say hello. Ooh, that was loud. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's listening on headphones, I apologize. <laughs> right? Everyone listening on headphones. Just some, somebody on headphones just swerved into the car next to him. I don't know why, but anyway. All right. Uh, we're going to go over lots of cool stuff. We have lots of different, I don't know, it's just kind of a smorgasbord of stuff. Mostly tournament stuff, but not snafu tournament stuff. Smorgasbord. right there. Yerb-gerb-gerb-gerb. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm just defending someone, I'm sure. All right. Dale. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> It's a couple days in. We're fine. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's our first podcast of the year, sure, so sure. happy 2020. And You know, it's funny. I think sure. I'm just now waking up. I We partied a little too hard last night, and I was a little hungover this morning. Daddy was a little hungover, and, and I think I'm now just waking up and maybe a little <laughs> over-caffeinated. So, sorry. Like, got, a, got a wee bit of the underhang going? I, you know, it was nothing, some Tylenol or some Advil and some ice pack didn't run, remedy pretty quickly. So, Well, there you go. Ice yeah. pack? Yeah, dude, have you never done that? 
No, dude, it's, it knocks it out real fast. Just right. Stick it on your neck and wait until the Advil kicks in. And you're, in you're still talking about the ice pack, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't party that hard anymore, so. Well, I don't normally either, except someone was making me old fashions and didn't mention that everything Ooh. in it is booze. <laughs> well, we've talked <laughs> about old fashioned. So. No, there wasn't much sugar in them either. There's just a little bit of sugar, but a lot of booze. It was like, because normally it's like half and half. There's usually some kind of like Sprite to cut it. And these guys were mixing them just like straight bourbon old fashions and just kind of knocked me on my tail. That's yeah. why I don't let people mix me drinks anymore because I usually end up regretting it and I can just avoid it. Eh, I didn't regret it. It's just, you know, kind just of a long stick day. To your, stick to your two fingers of whiskey, whether they're horizontal or vertical is your choice, depending on the day. But There you go. Well, see, that's, but that just is equally bad. If I pour my own, some days that might be worse. I don't know. Like, <laughs> just saying. Anyway. Uh, so, Dale, have you been working on anything hobby-related? Yeah, I'm painting the Soviet Army, so. Ooh, that's right. You're working on that Soviet. And you're, you're doing that, uh, what's that paint stuff you're using? Contrast paints. The contrast? Exclusively you... contrast? Exclusively contrast on the miniatures themselves. The, the bases I'm using I did like a year and a half ago. So The bases look good, too, but yeah, you're going to crank through this thing quick. Do you feel like you're going faster than normal? Um, oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, now it's not it's not the best paint job that I've ever done, but it's definitely the fastest I've put an army um, onto the table to a decent tabletop standard. Mm-hmm. So, and that's and I just I need to get the army together and I need to start playing with it because of the events that we're participating in coming up here. So, yeah. so um, I, I hear you're it's kind of fun and best exciting, painted so. army is what you're thinking. Um, no, it's not. Your not. Player's choice. No, no, I don't. I don't think so. That's not exactly what I'm going for with this particular army. Okay. So it's it's to fair. get something together with a lot of options that looks good and fits the theme and makes sense when you look at it on the table. So, I mean, yes. I could come back in and add a bunch of details and shading and you know go to the next level with it. I think that's pretty. Uh, I think contrast lends itself to that. But again, um, I just kind of want. Because I, for for whatever reason, I can't put miniatures on the table and play with them when they're not painted, if they're mine. So, I, I just got to get them done, and they look good. So I'm pretty pleased. It's it's quick. I've got I got one more phase to go through with all of the special weapons teams and a 12 man submachine gun team. Uh, but that's it. So, yeah. Nice. How are you finding painting with the contrast? It's it's quick. It's easy. It looks good. It's it's freaking brilliant in my opinion. Um, now I am using, um, I mean, you know, Soviets, winter Soviets. So I think they lend themselves to um, colors that contrast does really well. Uh, there are a number of the contrast paints I haven't used, but all of them. The browns are great. The flesh tones are great. I like the gray for a quick non-metallic metal. The space wolf gray. So. Um, all of the choices that I've been able to use, I think, work well. Cool. So, and is that all brushwork then, or have you tried yep. to run it through an air? air I haven't. Um, I, I don't. The um, the the upside of the contrast paints is how they flow, mm-hmm. and then how they dry, and they're really made for um, models with a lot of texture, so tons of detail, a lot going on. And so um, if you've got, like, flat, wide-open spaces like tanks and things like that, brushing contrast onto that isn't going to go well. Mm-hmm. I think going through the airbrush for those is going to be 
is going to be fine. But I think they're just going to go through with like a, just like an ink would effectively. So mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's good. It's quick. Um, probably my favorite thing that that Games Workshop has done in quite a while. So yeah, good good for them. They're they're good paints. I definitely recommend them. So. I've never what about, about the, what about the personal loan assistant you need to get them? Um, <laughs> well, um, you you only need that for the primers. Oh, sure. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> the paints themselves, yeah, right. um, in my opinion, are are absolutely worth what you're paying for them, especially um, if if your need is if you're not great at painting to start with, and you just like to to put some color onto a miniature and have it look decent. Um, if you're looking to do something that's quick and easy, um, then I think they, they're fantastic for that. And you have the right miniatures, and I think bolt-action infantry are, are, are great for that. Um, but, I mean, if, if you're like, well, how far can you really take these? And people talk about, oh, it's just another a tool in my toolbox, um, really good painters. You can go YouTube and, and look for contrast minis, and you'll see some pretty amazing things that folks have been able to pull out of them. But usually it's a number of different techniques and mixing and, and things like that. So there, it's a good, versatile paint, in my opinion. So, yeah, cool. big plus. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. Uh, Jeff, how about you? What have you been working on? <laughs> what have I been working on? What um, hasn't he been working on? That's what I always have to say, right? Sorry. So, we'll, we'll retire that one for this year after this. Well, no, because, I mean, that's what I'm always doing. Um, <laughs> I did... <laughs> I did uh, 12, I, so I finished that U.S. Army list, and I was like, you know, I just got back from my trip, I really want to do some more Marines. So I painted up 12 Marines, and then I did a light mortar Marine team in my uh, <clears throat> my CO uh, from the Marines teams, and I've been putting together the rest of the Marines. So I've been painting a lot of bolt-action minis, and then, you know, I, we don't have any Pacific boards, so I, I shot a picture out to the club a couple weeks ago with Pacific board I was doing and in the meantime I've added quite a bit to it and painted up an entire trench system and <laughs> got some airplanes for it greeted the runway so you know one more bolt action table in the start of an army I guess is the short answer to that question that's not a small answer that's a, that's a big one nice. that's, yeah that's a giant leap right well you know the crazy thing is is when I get an idea for a, a table um, and this one in particular, we had a couple leftover pieces from another table that we that didn't really work with that one. So I, you know, I was like starting at you know at the twenty five yard line instead of the goal line. So it's sure, which, no problem. Which pieces were those? Uh, so that hanger uh, oh, from okay. the desert set that we never use that hanger because it just never quite oh, looks yeah. right. Because mm. if you're not doing an airfield, then what's the hanger doing in the middle of nowhere? Um, <laughs> Hanging out and. Right, yeah, just it's hanging That's about out. It. Yeah. Hangering That's about out, it. maybe. Hanging out. And it already had palm trees on it, so I didn't have to change any of that. And then oh, I, sweet. Oh, sure, uh, that was the desert one, right? Correct. And then okay. a two-pack of Quonset huts, and the reason we don't use those is mostly because the table was too heavy with terrain if I put everything on it. You know? Okay. So I've had those pieces sitting in a box I haven't been using the last couple times, and it's like, well... Let's uh, just uh, crack out another table, y'all. Hmm. Sweet. So how many total tables will this be for you? Um, I'm, I'm going to say excluding the objective tables we use because those are really 
Those aren't generic friendly, but just a number, an actual number. A well, lot. A, a lot. A okay. lot, first off. But I'm going to put a pin in that because the artillery board is fine for a table if I just pull the four bunkers off of it. It works just okay. fine. Yeah. Uh, and partisans, frankly, could be a normal table, too. If we pretty wanted to easy, use it for pretty that. easy, yeah. I think a lot of you people know. would appreciate that. <laughs> you know, yeah, no more <laughs> partisan table is just a normal table. <laughs> yes, yeah. But you'll see anyone that's played that scenario sweating because they think the buildings are still going to blow up. Right, just PTSD right. every time they get near it. Exactly, it just stents, just fuming over. Like, no, nope, um, no, nope, my stuff is not going in that building. I think that makes nine, maybe ten. Okay. Jeez Louise. I don't know, you know, you, I like variety. I don't have anything oh. that's the same, so... No, that's I guess great. I technically have two desert boards, but one of them I didn't actually make. I just... We acquired it for the club. Right, so. right, right. Yeah. I think I'm going to do this one. I think I might do one more Pacific board, you know, and make it... Well, more tables mean means better or bigger tournaments, and each table we crank out is better than the last one, so... I like A little variety, and yeah, it's good. This one was pretty fun because a couple of pieces I added to it. I'm, I think I'm going to bring it in Thursday and see if I can't get a game on it and see how it plays. I'll play. So, Sweet. Yeah, I was going to say, go. you want to play? I was supposed to play Rocky last week, but he caught that plague that's going around, and I think I caught the tail end of it. So, Lovely. You know, I know. Well, I'm getting better. You know, I'll be fine. Not dead yet. I'm not, not quite dead, dead yet. yet. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think I'll go for a walk. <laughs> Monty Python, for those of you who didn't catch up, although I'm pretty sure everyone in England did. God, I hope so. Right? I would surely hope so. Yeah, I, you need like a national treasure over there or something? One of the guys just said something really stupid, so... Well, come on, man. People say stupid stuff all the time. Yeah. We got a whole podcast full of it. Good point. Good point, actually. It's kind of our shtick. Right? Yeah, sure. I thought, I thought a gross mispronunciation of foreign words was our shtick. Oh, that's one of well, them. That's, we've got, we've got multiple shticks here. We, we have multiple shticks in the fire. We got we've got a, a shtick bag. In fact, something like <laughs> Sean Connery. All of a sudden, we're a bag full of shticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just. I just read a review of our last podcast episode. It was shtick sandwich. What? Where did you read this review? It's a, it's a spinal tap joke. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, turn this up to 11, baby. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, I can do that. I don't know what button I'll push, but I can probably find one. Oh, that's funny. Does crazy shit, I'm sure. Sticks. Yeah. All right. Uh, who's left? Pat, what are you working on? Um, <clears throat> Way too much. It's actually an overwhelming amount of set. All of a sudden, I realize I have three major tournaments coming up in the next five months, and realistically, all the armies I have painted I don't like, or I don't feel are strong enough to be fully competitive in the tournament that they're going wow. for. So, I've been assembling a Marine Force, which is 50-some guys, and got the 3D printer up and going. Nice. I've got 30 of them assembled. Uh, I started, I started going doing these goofy con cost paints. Um, so I've got it. what I don't like about them. I know Dale just gave them praise a couple minutes ago. Is I don't feel I have the color range that I'm looking for to hit mm. the colors that I want to hit for the army. And so I'm. It's kind of like okay, so I did the Zentradi dust base primer, which is like seventy thousand dollars a can, or maybe it's closer mm-hmm. to. 23 or 24 American dollars but oh my god that's a lot 
Um, it is a lot for primer for sure. For but primer for sure, and you know, the, with the with the contrast paint is that the primer is actually a thicker grade primer than the normal primers I use. So, you know, my normal you know one two spray one two spray that I'm used to doing the primers I have to catch and watch that so it doesn't get piled on too thick, and then. I'm using a militarium green because I thought mm-hmm. the other greens were just too too bold green, and this they're, they're looking like a very faded, crappy green. Which mm-hmm. I guess several weeks in the Pacific sun could be a faded, crappy green. I will did you um, work yeah. out for priming? Did you just do the Zandri dust, or did you come back with Wraithbone on top of that? I just did the dust. Okay, mm. that might be why you're having. Like such a faded look, is I I've never been impressed by any of the colors on gray. Well, right? Zandri dust isn't gray. gray. It's um, it's kind of yellow. It's more of a yellow, bone, like a like yellowish tan. Okay. So. Yeah. All right, that might be fine, but and so what I'm finding with the contrast paints is I'm moving from color to color and painting the gaiters, the boots, the uniforms, the skin tones. Is if you have any overrun between those things, the next layer of contrast paint isn't going to cover that. It's going to create yeah. a terrible thing. So you, the, the precision <laughs> with the contrast paints is is what I'm kind of struggling with right now. I mean, normally, okay. hey, you know, I, I paint relatively fast, even with the normal colors, and if I have a ov- little overbleed, I can go back and I can touch it up and refix that area, but that doesn't seem... The contrast paints doesn't seem to allow itself to that. So... Mm. That's kind of got me a little frustrated, but I'm kind of in the what Dale said. This is this is supposed to be a speed gimmick, so I need some speed. So I'm going to push this through. But uh, so I've got two and a half squads are about 80, 75, 80 percent complete, and then I'm going to do an engineering squad, and I'm going to paint them the way I normally paint. I mean, my old system of painting, which, like I said, still isn't slow. So I'm going to paint those, and I'm going to really kind of... Just because they're all, you know, Marines, and then the engineering squad, I feel, could look just a little bit different and still be in the mm-hmm. same mix of those and be okay. Sure. Because I'm mm-hmm. guessing uniforms are just slightly different enough or pressed more often, I guess. Uh. I do the <laughs> weapons the same across, if you could. Yeah, but if you can. I think you can, a little skew on the uniforms, I think, would be totally fine. So, and the flesh I'd keep the same too. If I mean, if you really wanted to go with it, but it's up to you. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see what turns out. And yeah. then I also started putting together, uh, ironically enough, a, a Pacific board as well. Uh, a lot of stuff mm-hmm. I had picked up at Adepticon last year, which uh, didn't make the cut for Operation Snafu, mostly because the theme wasn't right, and we had plenty of tables, <laughs> so I didn't need to push that one. And yeah. I wanted to get this going because components of what I'm making for the board are going to be part of my display board. So, Jeff, I did I order know. that same game mat that you have because that thing is perfect. Yep. And also, that's, that's the same company that does those little display board things. So yes, I ordered uh, an island mat for my display board. Once that comes in, I'll know how exactly I want. I need to do the bases for the army. So Makes sense. That's what I'm sitting on right now, and I'm trying not to look too far ahead in the other two tournaments that I'm worrying about. Now, having said that, that there is, in fact, a chaffee on my 3D printer right now that is just finishing up. So okay. Nice. <laughs> that's that's pretty good for just a month because I took most of December off because we like to, you know, not... Uh, uh, my hobby station gets packed away because we have relatives coming over, it seems like, yeah. once a week. Yeah. And so all that gets packed away, and, and it's just 
Christmas has always been my wife's big favorite thing, so we just make sure we do that, do the shopping sure. and the mm-hmm. gifts and all that. So most of December I didn't do anything. Most of this has all been in the last two and a half, three weeks. So yep. there you go. How about you, Rick? Would you get something? You got something this month? All right. I actually am. It's funny. I think we should have probably like talked to each other before we all decided to do Marine Armies. <laughs> Nonsense. So <laughs> Dale's well, doing so Russians. No, yeah, that's fair. Good point. So he already has Marines. He doesn't need to do. More yeah, he doesn't Marines. need to do more Marines. That's yeah, that's totally I did, unnecessary. I did get a bunch of um, Marines from the Black Friday sale to oh. add to that Marine Army. So. My Black Friday sale yeah. all showed up on uh, Boxing Day on the twenty sixth, like day after Christmas. All of a sudden, the other three nice. other three orders came in, and I was like, okay, now I have stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> so I so I've had most of a Marine Army done, but I have to like fill out a couple little units. Like or I'm sorry, like I had to. I think I needed one more guy for every unit, and then another like another whole unit. So I have like a, no, it, maybe a dozen. It's guys important to fill to out those little units. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I, and I'm bringing a couple different things that I don't have in the list. Um, I'm bringing a, a light mortar. Uh, I'm I'm going to play the land mattress. I think we'll see. Sweet, um, an experienced light mortar. What? Is that no, inexperienced God, no. light mortar? No, no, I would never do that. Like I'm doing an all vet army, okay, with with an inexperienced mortar. No, the, no, the land mattress is the multi launcher, right? Yep. Yes. So yeah, so that and a, no, and I'm doing a reg, I think I'm only doing a regular, in a regular light mortar. I would not do an experienced in this case, but um, I don't know what else I have in the list. But it's a bunch of little stuff and a bunch of really big units of marines. So it's going to be intimidating, I'm sure, or not people just blow it up. Did you go full strength on some of those? The full 13? Four four 13-man squads. Nice. With vets. Three BARs? No, I didn't. I I did two in each unit. Two's pretty sufficient. Yeah, it felt okay. It was kind of the the compromise I made to get the fourth, like to get all of them. was like that's kind of one of the things I had to cut down, just save me 20 points across those units. Mm-hmm. So I can have a, that fifth unit that's you know a little bit smaller but a little bit more uh, protecty. Wait, are they veteran? Now I don't remember if they're veteran. Hold on. This would be <laughs> damn near two hundred points to, if they're veteran. Yeah, no, I mean, I, yeah, that can't that can't be right. That seems wrong. Do you have a bunch of Gurkhas on order or no? Um, <laughs> no. The funny thing is, is that I if I'm going to do well, we'll get into that another time. But if that were to be the case, I would use the eighth eighth army. Um, because there's a, I don't know. There, I, I was searching through photography of Gurkhas during the of their 44th Airborne, which is the the one time they were ever parachuted in anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, which is during Operation Dracula, which is really late in 44, I think. Um, and then the then the war stops after that. After, like they get there and then they do this and then they are supposed to go to another mission and the war abruptly stops. But so anyway, there's pictures of these guys doing patrol because it's, I think Operation Dracula was they dropped behind Japanese lines and were like attacking, they were attacking the rear guard of the Japanese. And a, a bunch of the pictures of them depict them in shorts, which works well with the 8th Army stuff, but I got to find hats or like faces mm. that work for them because none of the faces that come with the 8th Army stuff work. Okay. Sure. Right. Because they would be wearing British, British attire. Primarily, I think, right? I mean, probably. They're, I mean, they're British equipped, so I yes. imagine yeah. they would look 
they would look like that, but a lot of them were wearing shorts in that time frame. So not when they drop in, but when they are on the ground, it seemed like they were wearing shorts. So mm-hmm. I'm sure somebody will correct me on that if otherwise. But if that's the case, I have all the 8th Army guys I need. I just need different heads. And I found some on Shapeways, but they're like 30 bucks or like, what was it? Like it was 15 bucks for four heads. Oh. I was like, I'm not going to wow. do that. That's insane. No, but... Um, yeah, and we can get to some of that other stuff too. Like, like I, I shelved the Romanians because of Adepticon coming up, because mm-hmm. I was not going to get the. I was first, I wasn't going to get the Romanians done in enough time, and secondly, the the army composition wasn't going to work for what I wanted to do. Like, sure, I didn't want to run them as the as an Axis army. I want to run them as the Ally army, but I can't. Okay, because it's only in the theater selector that that works. Um, yeah. No theater plus, selector, so. Yep, no theater selectors, so I can't bring the busted shit. So I decided to put that aside and do the Marines. And plus, it was almost I was a lot closer to being completed on the Marines, right? I got almost all my troops painted, and I just need to get in a couple little guys here and there, right? So makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So this week I did assemble the. I had I didn't realize I had this, but I was digging through a box, and I'm like, holy! I have Merrill's Marauders in my in my box. Oh, nice. So I was like, sweet. I'm going to put go. these guys together and like use them as NCOs, and my and now I'm going to yeah. use one of them as my as my uh, lieutenant and, you know, kind of mix and smatter them in there and get some, you know, a little more variety amongst the guys. I feel like they kind of worked well enough together. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's just extra dudes that I was like, sweet. Like, this makes a difference. Very nice. Yeah. Extra fun dudes. Regular. I'm sorry. My guys are regular. I had to go look. They're 13 yeah. regular dudes. Yeah. Otherwise, say four squads. Get... Right. No, that'd be almost 200 points a squad and then yeah, you're out yeah. of everything else. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it's, I'm well okay Marines at regular stuff. are fine. But they're they're all about the numbers. I mean, yeah. right. I mean think you about it. Shots. I mean, the average squad side being ten is okay, but the just the difference in going from ten to thirteen for a full strength squad is just is just ridiculous. Not so much in that the number of shots is there, but just the staying power of that unit is so much higher than even right. I would say like an even an eight man bet squad would be just wouldn't stand up to a thirteen man regular squad. In normal totally. shooting, that's just, I mean, just going to be more reliable too. Yeah, well, yeah, you're going to be, you're going to stay in the board longer. Obviously, you just have to be yes. careful. And about it's how intimidating you as dudes hell. When you, when you put, what am I putting? Twenty six, fifty two, almost sixty dudes on the table. Like maybe a little more than that. Like it's kind of it is intimidating. And you sure. don't put any of them in reserve and just put them all on the table and watch your opponent go. Uh, uh. <laughs> and and you're running at them the whole time. That's the other beauty. Yeah, right? you never and you're, stop and moving. You're, you're just advancing and firing every single round. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. I'm coming at you, bro. Right, totally. So and then, he, a, then he jams a, a medium howitzer in your face and you go, "Oh, that. Okay, never mind." <laughs> I down, <laughs> go down. I go down. <laughs> never mind. Well, got, um, glad to hear you got some hobby going, Rick. That's awesome. Yeah, glad you're oh, starting also, to find starting to find some routine in there, maybe. Yeah, not so much routine. It's just taking advantage of the moments I get with what I have. Like, I I don't remember when I did this, but I like cleaned up my hobby station again, and got everything unearthed and like reorganized so that like when it was time to go, like or like when I had a moment, I could go in there and do what I needed to do and walk away. Right. Mm-hmm. So I probably have I probably have two dozen dudes I have to get primed right now. And then I'd be ready to start doing the paints on them, and that's about like all I have left. Do some basing, and I'd be ready for Adepticon. So I'm going to try and make that happen quicker, rather sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm not uh, rushing it, and I'm not 
stressing out about making it to Adepticon. Give your chance. Give yourself a chance to play with it. So maybe. I mean, we'll see if I get any practice in. I don't know. I might have to try and find a Saturday game here or there. It's Friday. Thursdays are pretty difficult for me to get in oh. early enough to play a game. But damn, if only we knew some guys to be happy to play with you on a Saturday. Right. I know. I know. We'll have to. We'll have to all chat, and I'm sure Jesse. Or if you didn't have a a, a, a yeah. gaming shop that's right in your backyard that plays on Saturdays. That's a good point too. Actually, they I do play. I think yeah, Tower sure still has that thing there. going on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Do they? I know. Okay. Uh, I, I have been not paying I, attention. I think they to still that. have it. Yeah. Chris, Christmas time is killing me too. Okay. So, and the, and the other thing I did was, hey, for those that are paying attention or listening to this episode on our website, that got figured out finally. Thank God that's over. Ish. It's kind of old. There's one little piece I have to figure out. It's just a nightmare to like transfer shit from one place to another, especially when they don't really want you transferring away. Right? It's sure. like you're working with a cell phone company that you just can't. The first problem is, is you have to cancel your account. And then they don't want you to like do, they don't want you to leave because you're paying them money. But I'm like, no, right. go, go away. I don't, I don't like you. You didn't, you're not giving me my promotional price anymore. And you've tripled my cost then I'm not going to stay with you. And they wouldn't honor any, like, they wouldn't discount my price at all. So, but so unfortunately they don't want you to leave. So they make it really difficult to leave. And then, so it's, mm-hmm. takes forever. And of course I didn't have that much time. So and I'm, I'm guessing yay, you didn't get back. your sweatshirt back and you know, yeah. No, you know, I know. Yeah. It was, a, it, it was not a good breakup for sure. Thankfully. <laughs> I had that too. I, I switched security companies and I had the new company actually installing I was on the phone, ending the service with the other one. And all of a sudden, he's down in the basement. He goes, hey, ask him if they notice I just ripped their unit off the wall. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> did you get an alert that the alarm's been tampered with? Oh, if there's a professional there removing it, then no, we wouldn't get that. He goes, no, nah, I just tore the fucker right off the wall. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, there you go. <laughs> well, this is yeah, quite I that got, bad. <laughs> I got several, you know, like, oh, you know, we're going to give you three months for free now. We're going to bring you down to, like, half the rate. And I'm like, you don't understand. Your equipment's already in the garbage. It, it's, it's done. We're we're over. Yeah. It's too late. Yeah, you yep. you had an opportunity to do this earlier and you didn't do it. So now it's yep. now it's over. I, so yeah, I that's, that's kind of what I did. Three weeks before to come out and fix the damn sensor and you didn't do a damn thing about it. So mm-hmm. moving on. Yep, yep. So that was. But it's up. That, I appreciate that, Rick. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to get it back up too. Obviously, like that's some people do rely on it, and I get that. It's just unfortunately sometimes it's the last thing on my mind when I get home to like go do more website stuff considering that's what I do all day long so and they took away some of my access at work so it made life difficult there because normally I could sit at my desk and do it but Mm. they took that away corporate America wanted you to do their corporate work for them while you're at work everything's (laughs) a little longer than expected it's done yeah yeah it's a thing but now it's it's well it's relatively done there's one little piece in the stop stop start button on the thing is something's wrong with it but otherwise i think you can play the episodes and it works why would you ever all, stop all an episode again, once you started it's working because they're like forever long I, i'm that's my you know my, my only reason so so i've had a very slow uh december at work and i've tried <laughs> to find every other bolt action podcast i could um we are a very average length for, for those podcasts I know. i'm just gonna say well, I mean, that's in what fact, I keep we telling might be all the girls. Some of them, right? <laughs> Which is fine. Don't worry, honey. That's the average length of the podcast. Yeah, it's totally the average. Not, so one of the things we've done was this is our third year. This is our third year, Pat. I think you said four years. I'm like, no, that's not possible. 
Well, we're at 40 three. some episodes. Right. We're going so... into our fourth year. Is that what? Yeah. Okay, so we've done three full years. So we've done a couple January next episodes. Month, th- next month will be our third. Will be our third February episode. If that. Okay. So that'll sense. be like our three-year anniversary. Yeah. Right. So we'll yeah, be what starting you, what up are you getting our fourth us? year. Um, a bag of sticks. There you go. I like it. Yeah, I don't know yet. We'll see. I've already given you your bag of sticks. My shtick has been in all your bags. In case you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So one of the things we do for New Year's Eve, or New Year's, and it's, I don't know, for the new year, is our resolutions for the year. So goals are goals, bolt action, snafu-wise, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to jump into that now. Um, I don't know if anyone wants to start or if you want me to start. So you guys, I don't know. I'll go first. a moment to think. All right, Pat's going to go first. There we go. I'll go first because I've, I've, I've thought about this. So well, I'm going to... I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this with uh, last year I made two tournaments. Jeff and I did the team tournament Adepticon, and then I made Bug Eater. As far as playing in them, obviously we ran our own. So that was three games for the team tournament, and then five games of Bug Eater for a total of eight bolt action games. And I guarantee I might have gotten four, possibly six other games in during the course of the year at the club. So was that Jesus? That's not a that dozen. Many. That's right. So so here we go. Here's here's my big resolution for this year is I'm going to try to get in 25 games of bolt action. I like how you think. That's one every two weeks. That's, so, well, given the, well, so, the, the so, so, thoughts so I'm on the schedule. My, I'm, I'm, I'm hedging my bets a little bit, and we'll talk about this later on. But, yes, uh, right now lined up tournament-wise is looking about 16 games. But that's still mm-hmm. putting on me to get about nine games in at the club or outside of the club throughout the course of the year. So that's a big – that's almost – that's at least doubling what I did last year for games outside of a tournament. So that's bold, bold. That's Luke what Cotton. that's what I'm looking for. Hedging the I bets, like it. figuring it seems safe, but you want it to be obtainable, or sure. you're just can just not do it. So right. yeah, you give yep. up absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I so guess I'm saying nine non-tournament games this year. Okay. So one a game every two weeks is still that's I mean I look at it that way right just because right if, right, I can get, me, if I can get a game a month in at the club I'm great fine then yeah yeah let yeah. me uh, let me put the knife in a little bit and twist it thank you is thank that uh, is that twenty five games with the same army Ooh. no no <laughs> okay no I couldn't possibly that would be so dull well how about the same faction. No, same, na- well, same nation. I can say that there's even you know maybe. Well, of after all my bolt action career, I'd say there's maybe a dozen games that haven't been played, haven't been played British. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, how years. long? How long do you think it takes to get comfortable enough with an army? Well, how long do you think it will take you to get comfortable enough with an army to be proficient with it? Uh, five games. Wow. You're talking just a faction, or you're talking just like a particular list and dialing in a list and getting comfortable um, with what it kind of can't Dialing do. in a list, like about five you games. Know. Okay, about five cool. games to get a list dialed into where I know what it can and can't do, and when the guy sets up behind me and go, "Okay, I'm behind the eight ball. This is really all I can do is fight for a draw." All right. So, about five games. That's a lot. That's all like right. that's like fourteen hours of playing. 
Yeah, but <laughs> of all the situations you can encounter in a bolt action game, I would think I would need shoot twice Maybe as many games a week. At least twice as many. I'm thinking more like a dozen to sixteen to kind of really understand what each piece of my army can do on its own in addition to how it works well with the other units given you know the different situations that you might find in all I, the different scenarios we play so i i i could i would slightly disagree dale because i mean the beauty of bolt action right is the statistics are all the same in every unit right you you know what they are right a veteran unit is a veteran yeah. unit like there's not much nuanced difference between those so yeah you might like have to figure out some synergy between different units and how that would work but like there mm-hmm. aren't like overall like you know it's not like playing skaven in you know old warhammer world to going to um high elves no. right They're, well i mean just not significant of a difference so you know i've got the soviet list i'm working on right now it has uh two lmg squads yep um two scout squads mm-hmm. yep. a full man smg squad and then the full inexperienced squad with anti-tank equipment. Yeah. Each course. one of those units is gonna is doing completely different things in my army. In addition to the sniper, the flamethrower, the ampulet teams, the Zis three, the Gaz, you know. So there's a lot of different things in my list. I, I mean, it's just you know, it's it's not four full man squads all identically equipped. So right. I guess it depends upon the army that you choose and what yeah. you're looking to get out of it. Like, so I could see that Soviet list needing more time to get good with but just from a standpoint of like what are the ampulimits good for and like you know all that stuff like that makes a difference but I don't know well and I I know what they're good for but being able to to play them well is is going to take some time you're going to have to learn about positioning on right. this because those aren't forgiving as right. mortars are. You know, they don't have any direct fire. They don't have a correct threat range. There's a lot of terrain that they have to deal with, especially in a reasonably set up bolt action board. But right, but and, they, and in, in any but event, they set so. vehicles on fire, which is concerning. Pretty badass. Yeah, and I mean, and the big thing for me is oh, I don't so know the rules as well as I used to. So, you know, I'm I got to learn yeah. how to play again. So. Sure. Yeah. So you're starting back on square eight instead of square one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going all the way back, but right. you, you know, I've got enough gaming experience, and, and your, your mind works well enough around these types of things to understand what's going on. Especially, like Rick said, everything you know, the static units across the board. The, you're not dealing with all of a sudden. Okay, well, you're Russians, so you only move four inches instead of six, like everyone else. No, you still have the same. You still have the same base stat lines well, on things. It's just right. I think getting used I think to, the, to tinker that's, units. That but that's the, true the if they have, have armor. The other army didn't have. Right. Yeah. I don't know. The I the big benefit I think I think is I don't think Dale's list has any body armor. Yeah, I don't have any so body anyway, armor, guys. Does it? But does what? Maybe sure. You don't have any units with body armor. No, I do not have any units with body armor. So. They're just they're too heavily costed for what they do, honestly. Yeah, and it's only a thousand points at these tournaments. I've so. only ran across but, one player well. who ever played them against me, and I had no trouble dispatching them whatsoever. Yeah, Mortar will take them out really quick. So, mm. so most indirect fire, just got to get have enough of it and get lucky. But twenty five games, yeah. I like it actually. So, yeah, that's yeah solid. 
solid uh, solid year if you can do that. We'll have to have um, a, a Pat countdown as we <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I, I was going to say now that now yeah. now that Pat's committed, what happens if he doesn't make it? What do we decide is the bad thing if we don't make our goals this year? It doesn't matter. You're not going to remember next year anyway. No, fair. We're obviously fair. hazing. Well, um, well, well, I'll refer back to this episode. We got to haze him in some way. We make tase him. him. Don't tase me, bro. We make him play. No, no, no. We make him play Norwegians for a tournament. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like it. That's could, perfect. Could I play him as partisans instead? Because they'd be stronger. Nope. Nope. No. I will. I will purchase no. and paint no. a Norwegian army this year. <laughs> can I at least like choose the, which the, tournament it's like played the, at? I can catch one of these little goofy ones in like Oshkosh, Wisconsin, or something, and play it there. I'll probably some, just buy the uh, black powder. Uh, Norwegians, and we'll just give them rifles. You know, it's basically the same thing, right? <laughs> Muskets. <laughs> wow. They never change their outfits. Oh man, it's so good. Do they oh, even have like an armored perfect. car in their list? No. No. Do they no. have a tank? No. Is like, ah, is it a French no. tank? I'm not no, sure they have, they have anything. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Well, Let me go look. Before you start, before you start putting stipulations for not making resolutions, let's hear your guys' first before we start doing that kind of stuff. We could all be playing Norwegians in our first tournament next year. <laughs> no, only one of us can. That's the problem. Got so a point. They, fact, Jeff, Jeff, I'm going. What do, you, what do you, what do you got for this year? Oh, jeez. Well, I think I completely failed in my resolution from last year, if I remember correctly, which was to spend a lot of time painting a single miniature. I absolutely oh, did not do yeah. that. Absolutely did not do that. I don't think I've spent longer than an hour on any single miniature. So fail on me. Um, that being said, if I had 15 hours, I think I could paint an entire army, which, you know, that doesn't really solve I, the problem. Fast. So if I, I'm if gonna, I remember, you were going to paint models at different increments of time and see if, like, I was. The, the three hours is going to make a difference versus the one hour and see, like, if there was a, a cost of diminishing re- or, yep. uh Diminishing returns on your length of painting. It was a very lofty goal, but I learned something about myself this year in the process of that system, which was I don't have the patience for it. Fair. At all. Okay. Okay. That's all right. Like, I start painting and I'm like, you know, it's sort of like, it's hard to describe, but I'll put it this way. It's sort of like learning calligraphy. Like, the first line looks great. And then the (laughs) second line, I try to go a little faster. And by the end, I'm just smashing the thing down on the paper. And it looks like crap. So, you know, I just don't have the patience for it, which is why everything I have is painted to tabletop. <laughs> which is totally acceptable. I appreciate that you're even putting that effort in if you don't like, if you don't, well, you, you seem to like painting. I love not, painting. It's just, not, and I love playing with painted armies. I just don't have the patience. He just doesn't like calligraphy. <laughs> well, there's that. I love calligraphy. I just don't like making it myself. Right. You appreciate, <laughs> you can appreciate the calligraphy. However, because right, you could pay someone to do calligraphy, right? Yeah, or paint your I models just, if that fact, if that's what you want. But yeah, that's well, you know, I, I don't like. Playing. I wouldn't. This might yeah. sound bad, but I don't like playing with some other dudes' painted models. Right, it feels I weird. Like to my me. own painted models, it does. I think you could just mm-hmm. end the sentence. I don't like playing with any other dudes, and then you like it, you could fill in the blank at the end, and it still would be true. Like exactly money. Like, right. Yeah, even that I don't really want to touch. Oh, okay. Hey, Rick, I can guess. I get your credit card? No, I'm not going to give... No. <laughs> I don't have any Sorry. money, Pat. I got four kids. <laughs> You're right. He's got a point. Unless you want one of his kids, he's got no collateral. Yeah, yeah I've got nothing. <laughs> All right. So, 
you, so did you say you just said you failed, but you haven't said what you're gonna do? Damn, you caught on to that. Yeah, uh, he's gonna fail. Got there. I'm gonna fail. That's my resolution. <laughs> that's, that's a resolution is gonna, to fail. I'm gonna, I'm gonna not diet this year. All right, we're set. Yeah. Honestly, the problem is, is I can't think of a good one because uh, other than creating myself in myself the discipline to paint one model for that long a period of time, I mean, I crunch out armies, I crunch out tables, I go to tournaments. I don't. I mean, be a nicer person, I guess. I don't know. I can't. I don't have a good well, goal. Good. I think be, it's I think tough. I suck. That'd be a good. I mean, start. if you've achieved kind of, <laughs> and if you're happy with where you're at, right? I mean. No. Win a sportsmanship award? Um, uh, that's never going to happen. No, it it, it uh-huh. can, but it's just a different style of play. He but you might not find that interesting. So. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, it's hard. I'm I'm in the same boat as Jeff. I don't I don't even know what I said I was going to try to do last year. So I don't know. Okay, I could be I, a I could uh, be a worse ringer. I suppose that could be a resolution. Yeah. You're gonna make really run one tournament, so Snafu 2020 hmm. more awesome. I don't know. I, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. It's oh, just maybe a I do have something Jeff. I can like, do. Yeah, you know, pass. Come back to me. All right. <laughs> sure. yeah, so you want for me mine, to go? Oh, go, go, go. Um, I'd like to have the Operation Snafu communication stuff out, or actually pre-written. Um, before we get to um, before we get to like September, um, yes, sir. That way we can I just pull it in and send it out when it comes time. So how we could nice, schedule yeah. it. <laughs> oh, I'd well, also I like to finish my board that um, my Stalingrad board. So yeah, okay. finish it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you know I could dovetail into that and have the scenarios, the new scenarios for Operation Snafu out by like the first of June, maybe. Well, Maybe earlier. So I think the overall sentiment I'm hearing is just better prepare for Operation Snafu this year. Pat's probably super giddy, excited right now. Although I'm, he's got he's gone right now. He has he's not back. even here. So no, he didn't hear any of this. He'll hear it in the recording when he's editing, and you'll be like, "Yes, yes, everyone's going to do this. I'm going to hold you to it." Um. So my my resolution this year, or I got a couple, I guess. I'm going to get the Marines done. I'm going to try and get the... I'm going to still try and get the Romanians done this year, too. Um, maybe, hopefully, in, t- in time for June, depending. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'd be a good army for Bug Eater. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think they'll they'd play well at Bug Eater. I yeah. just, whether or not I can get 80-plus dudes painted. Um, <laughs> so apparently, apparently you use contrast paints and you cut the time in half, I guess. Yeah, I don't. And it's don't already a style that you're used to with the Zenithal priming yeah. and the ink. As long as you're not fussy about the quality. No, I'm fussy no, enough just, about the quality. I just, just need some control, sorry. some brush control. You know, you don't want to yeah. overload your brush, and it it works. And it, you have Keep to plan. It out of the feral. You know, if you yeah. you run your darker contrast paints later with control, so okay. that you know. But if 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 you splash green on half of your guy's face, you're gonna have to come back in with well, anyone else here in Words of Master Yoda here with control, control. You must learn control. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I paint yeah. I paint all my flesh with with actual pigment paints anyway. Like I don't, so that's not my big concern. But otherwise, 
I'm basically, like you said, I'm already basically doing contrast paints as it is. Yes. So well, you your your style lends itself to that. Yeah. yeah. I well, I mean, when I've been using inks, mm-hmm. primarily inks, to paint my models for a long time now, so it's not that different. It's just the the what do you call it? The consistency of the paint might be a little different, but otherwise, it's almost identical. My big thing is, and this is what I have not bit off yet, is the how to prime them. Like, do I really need to go buy that paint? Because I don't really, I don't, air, I don't spray paint anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Everything I paint is I airbrush paint, so it's a little bit tricky to do that, I guess. But yeah, airbrush is not going to work. You have to use it. Airbrush doesn't work with contrast. It just doesn't. It's not. It's not what it's for. It was never designed. To no, do no, that. no, no, no. To prime to prime the models even. Right. Uh. Like. See, right, I'm not convinced I, you have to use the contrast primers. So yeah, that, I've I've heard that you kind of do because it does have a different, it gives a different texture. But I'm Did not guys, sure that my you guys remember the uh, four the four test models I sent out about yeah two yeah. three weeks ago, mm-hmm. and you know and two of them were the contrast primers and two of them were just generic primers and I took each one and did a poor job as in a full highlighting on them, and it made a world of difference just using that contrast okay. to bring the correct yeah. green the correct, to bring the correct colors out. And in fact, there's one guy that I did the skin tones on in the gray that you couldn't even tell he had skin tones. He I mean, he wasn't part of one of the African-American troops, but he looked like he ended up being part of that because the gray and the contrast primer, the contrast paint didn't work well with the gray primer. Mm. So that, yeah. so that, that's just, and that was the, one of the main reasons why I did that is just kind of see what that difference is because you just did a very neutral army gray, army painter gray, yep. which honestly is yep. only half the cost of the contrast primer. Still, twice the cost of the primer I usually use, but never mind that. <laughs> As I say, I'm like I've used cheap primer in the past. One, and I like I said, I use airbrush primer for everything now. So, okay. um, like I don't, I I don't like I don't like taking miniatures outside in our Minnesota cold. And there's just enough. You have such small windows of time that you can actually actually prime correctly. That I just prime in the house with airbrush paint at this point. It's just okay. so much easier. It saves me time. Um, so that's one of mine. There's another one, you know, and this, and I feel kind of bad about this. I've been, you know, I truly do appreciate, I, I think we all do appreciate the people that have, that contribute money to us. It keeps the website on. It keeps our, you know, hosting costs down. Yeah, it's huge. It does all the stuff for all, like, you know, gets us, you know, has, has been able to provide some stuff that we would not otherwise, you know, be able to do. Um, but I have been probably neglecting them in some respects. Like, not neglecting as much as just we haven't been doing anything for Patreons. Um, and we just got a new Patreon, which I wanted to thank. Uh, let me make sure I know his name. Unfortunately, I just lost it. Where the Blue hell Biker 142? No, it was a real name this time. Oh, well, there you <laughs> go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we might no, not right. want to say anything then. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to say his first name. name. And- First name uh, and yeah, yeah, a letter. First name and a letter here. Let me uh, let me go find him now. Um, it's not Donald T, is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, no. We have to paint oh, all our models with a with a carrot top, then, right? So so Scott M is a new supporter of our show. Um, awesome. Yay! Thanks, Scott. We yeah. appreciate it. Thanks, Scott. Truly, thanks do for appreciate us. it. Yeah, and there's a couple guys I have to go back and look and see. There's a couple guys that uh, are almost at their second year mark, and I'm going to have to find, you know, something different to give those guys. Because um, they already have dice, have right? Couple, 
Right, exactly. Like we have, I mean, they could get another another bunch of dice, but do we have a tier dice? dice? Do we? We didn't change them. No, no. I, I'm yet to change the dice. I don't think we should ever change the dice. No, that I don't would, think we should either. That would break continuity for anyone that goes to the Snafu tournaments and only get a couple each, <laughs> right? You can't like have new dice every year. That would be crazy. And I don't, I don't know how you could improve on them. No, other than using actual blood to paint them, I don't think there's much more Jeez. I could do. I don't How's know that that improvement? Be improvement. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and right. you get sick, and you get sick. <laughs> oh, I don't get it. Every time yeah, I play no. a game bolt action, I'm like sick the next two days after. What the hell? Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't know. We, we probably should sit down and look at some of that stuff. And um, I think well, we actually I, had someone send a message. I have a couple, of, spare, I have a couple of templates left over from our last one, the autocannon templates. Yeah, we might have that. to just send them some new swag. Like We might have to yeah. come up with some new swag for... Well, we're probably going to end up coming up with new swag for uh, Snafu anyway. Maybe we'll just come up with it early. And we'll make sure yeah. that some of these guys get some stuff. I, I, I know a guy who can design some things. Sweet. It's true. We got to, I mean, we yeah. did the dice. Between you and I, cool. and I, I got a guy, I got a couple of contacts that can actually get us some uh, custom template stuff made, too. So so we should make, that. like, a, you know what? Or I was thinking we should actually make, like, a piece of terrain. Like a Snafu bunker. Talk to Jeff. No, I'm not saying 3D <laughs> printer. I'm, I'm like, we we know people that can laser cut shit too. Like we could, yeah, we could figure something out. Well, we got I got some ideas, but I haven't really like I said. Well, I'm I mean, gonna focus more on these guys and make sure that you know that you yeah. know, we we're treating them right for them treating us right. So I went I I could paint some stuff up pretty quickly too. So like hey, like the yeah, dice right, trays. Right, Dale, what do you want? You're at two years, aren't you? Mm-hmm. So no, Dale's? I I stopped. No, he stopped. I stopped. Oh. He stopped. That, made, that always made Rick a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. weird. Like he, I, I, I was behooved to Dale. Like, oh shit, what am I gonna? How am I gonna make him happy? High five, I'll show up. <laughs> just don't, just don't kick me off the cast. You're right. <laughs> don't kick you off he was, the podcast. He was bribing Jesus. his way on. All right, <laughs> we're, we're currently interviewing <laughs> for the Dale position. If anyone's out there, is yeah, you might want to, you might want to kick on your situation. Patreon, that doesn't mean what you think it means. <laughs> right? No. I'm joking. But so anyway. <laughs> Dale position. Anyway, and somebody did reach out. Uh, I can't remember. I can't. I don't know how to use this well enough to like tell you who the person was or where they where the message went to. I have no idea. Somewhere someone posted something like, hey, are you guys going to do anything special for Patreons this year? And I was like, well, we should, but I don't know what yet. So that's another thing is just figuring out how to do some of that cool yeah, stuff. That's a good so. idea. I mean, we've got the Discord mm-hmm. that we could – Maybe start talking back with the folks. Right. There. Yeah, right. let's talk yeah, about we, it. We should, we should start doing a, an open session again. I think that I think that for all of us, that's a good resolution altogether to, to yep. make sure we get at least a minimum of two or three sessions of open session uh, mm-hmm. the Discord stuff. I mean, uh, yeah, just some hobby time? Yeah. yeah. We, can all, we can all set aside a point that. somewhere in a month, right? Yeah. Maybe. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> I, th- it's, I think it's a good idea. Sorry, uh, and most of us could probably find well, a point in a month to do that. We'd think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sitting right here where I do my hobby, anyways. Now, so if I was painting, it wouldn't be any different. Right. I'm, I'm right. downstairs in recording studio A, so my hobby station's upstairs, and my primary paint, uh, secondary paint, and sorry, the airbrush and the three D printing mm-hmm. station are behind me. And if you're if you're a patron and we do this and you know a good substitute for 
the contrast primers, that would be super yeah. amazing. Or shoot us an email yep. or something. So yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, or Facebook. So yeah, Facebook you should send Facebook. There's four of us who respond. Even Jeff responded to a Facebook this exactly. week. That was a, that was a, I saw that. I was like, damn. Well, I mean, the guy was asking very pointed questions of Jeff. Jeff questions like, how do you put up with this? How do you? Moms? How do you? Yeah. How do you? Yeah. <laughs> What are you doing on this show? Uh, <laughs> what are Jesus. any of you doing in this show for crying yeah. out loud? How much would it cost to make you stop? <laughs> Ooh, no. that, that's a pretty more high number. I'm going to say more than they point, are willing to pay me. It, more than more than our more than our monthly listenership. Yep. Okay. All right. So anyway, that's that's my New Year's resolutions is to you know make sure that we are helping build those relationships and to maybe try and get. Like the Marine should be an easy, easy in and out, right? Because it's like 15 models, 20 models max. Mm-hmm. The Romanians are going to be a challenge, and if I can get those done by June, I would love to have them done by June. Mm-hmm. Now that's pending that other thing we talked about. I don't know if well the that other tournament that we potentially may be going to, or some of us are going to, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it yet. Um, whether or not that's, I need a new army a for that one too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's. I, you know, uh, I don't know. We do, don't do we want to prompt it before right the break, or do we want to worry about that stuff after the break? Yeah, we can do let's a worry about the so. Yeah, let's. We want to tease it a little bit so they happen to enjoy the music while they suffer through it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, which which thing am I teasing now? That, uh, that tournament in particular. Yeah. Uh, thing thing one or thing two? They're they're both teased as far as your availability to arrive at them. Well, that, right. That being because it's all about me. I, uh, well, <laughs> no, no offense, Rick. You are the one who has the largest family with the smallest average age. I thought you were going to say something else when you said largest, but that was. <laughs> I mean, I was excited. Being optimistic. <laughs> yeah, I was like, sweet. I'm like, it's going to be a good compliment. No, it's not. No. <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't. It was only about your kids. Yeah, sure. Uh, all right. Well, yeah. So, no, no, and totally, totally true. But I mean, just the fact that any of us go to any tournaments is awesome. I love that we like that we have a presence at, at multiple tournaments, so that's good. Um, but yes, this year is the year I'm going to try and make it to a few more. Hopefully, um, Adepticon's a for sure thing at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay, right, that's good. So that's then, near the end of yeah, March in Chicago. That's the end of March. Yeah. The next one is the challenging one, um, which would be if we make it to the world world championships. Yeah. The World Team Championships challenge. held in Ireland this year. Yeah, super exciting. Um, and then if that hap- if that one does happen, then Bug Eater's out. Like, that's just the sure. kind of concession I have to make. Yep. Okay. So if I don't go to WTC, there's a chance, there's like a pretty good chance that I might be able to sneak Bug Eater this year. Like, there's going to be some negotiation there. Like, it would be beneficial one way or the other, right? So I'm going to get something. My wife has kind of greenlit either one, but not both. I think is kind of the 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 vibe I'm getting from her, and that's why I'm not going to take more than I can chew, or take more than my wife's willing. Bite off more than you can chew. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't want to lose all my husband points. I'd like to save some. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah car- carrying a negative husband point value is really tough to do, especially when you're out of the country because they can like change all the locks. I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> cancel my credit cards. <laughs> like. <laughs> no, they shouldn't. But Worse yet, cancel won't. return flight. <laughs> yeah, you're right, kind of screwed. Exactly. Like, uh, yeah. sorry, Mr. Uh, sorry, Rick, it looks like you're not on this flight anymore. 
uh, you are going to the gulag in Russia. <laughs> yeah, she reroutes it. Yeah, that would be even worse. Jesus. I was like, okay, I'll just go back to Guinness or wherever, or pub. I don't care. I'm going to turn around and do whatever. I think Ireland seems like the kind of place to hang out for a while. Yeah, someone that's what take, I hear. She'd someone would take time. me out, or someone would take me in and let me sleep on their couch, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, oh, hopefully. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, let's turn upcoming tournaments. We'll get into more of them in, after the break. But, yeah, let's, we got some stuff, not so, only to negotiate and talk amongst ourselves, but also, like, to plan for. So, so, so the first half has been kind of like we've been all over the place. Like, it's a brand-new year. I'm excited to talk to you guys all again. And then after the break, we're going to, like, go through some some concrete stuff and talk about upcoming events and some rules and things like that, and it'll be great. And it'll be fantastic. Right? Does that sound good? Yeah. yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. We're going to be more boring in the second Yeah. Time. Rick, I look forward to hearing you talk about it. It's going to be great. <laughs> more. This is like more like a bad Vikings game. Okay. Nobody else gets that <laughs> reference. but That's all of them. That's not fair. Just just straight up disappointment for the second half. All right. Okay. Right. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break. Wow, we only got through two topics before our break today. I told you guys, guys, I could, I could put, I could literally throw four words in the agenda, and we could spit out three hours of us. That shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. I don't think that is a surprise to anyone at this point. I don't think, I don't think anyone's complained about the length of our of our podcasts at this point. And if they do, like I said, the beginning is that we are. I'm sorry to say it, guys, but we are very average length of podcast. Yeah, you know. No, it's okay. our lengths don't stand out against the rest of the podcasts that talk about full tax on a regular basis. That's going to be very disappointing to most of you. Well, let's let's not worry about the length. And, and, and probably happy for some. Try to improve the quality. Don't <laughs> worry about the girth. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Length. Okay. Let's let's get that girth going. Let's get, make yeah. these girthy. Yeah, we want that quality. Want good quality. All right. Good content is, I think, is the term you're looking for. <laughs> yes. I hope that we do. I, I hope. <laughs> Yeah, let's hey, start bringing the girth. Hey, you know what? Holy shnikes. Uh What? What? Um, so I haven't been paying attention to Apple recently, and I just have to go look because, you know, every once in a while i got to, you know, pat your own back. we got sure. an average rating of 4.7 stars out of 21 ratings. That's I'm, I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. Huh. Okay with 21 that. people um, bothered to rate us? Well, we've been around I for a long time, so that it probably goes back. Yeah. So. But I mean, yeah. Thanks for fa- thanks for rating us. We never asked folks to do that or anything because I think we're afraid to hear what they actually have I, to I, say. I, I may have asked people to rate us once. You know, <laughs> my mom probably I, gave us a five star rating. She's awesome that way. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Mom. I'm, I'm guessing my kid probably hit the button at the wrong time that said it was good. So you know, yeah. <laughs> like uh, so, LT nine three six three four on ten sixteen says, "What happened? Where are you guys?" We're here. Did we not? We're here. Yeah. Um, Same as we always are. Right? We're, I'm just... I'm just again, yeah. we're just always slower than the average bear when it comes to, like, getting out of the starting gate for the first year or so. Wow. I yeah. Mean, yeah, the holidays are always... We're going to go quiet, so... Well, yeah. Because yeah, we've all got for families and days, travel so. and stuff that we have to do with, so, you know... That's but, well, and I think in around that time frame, didn't we do another weekend away? I think well, we, we were planning that, and we... Oh yeah, we had the tournament coming Snap up too. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I forgot about that. But we're back. It's 2020. It's going to be a good year, I think. So. Okay. All right. Um, 
Let's get Let's out of here. Let's take a break. All right, okay. guys. Well, we'll, we'll right? be back in three minutes. Hope you enjoy Give the or music. Take. <laughs> what music? Anyway, we'll be back in a minute. Now it's only a minute. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down. Pistol packing mama, lay that pistol down. Oh, drinking beer in a cabaret, was I having fun? Until one night she caught me right, now I'm on the run. Oh, lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down. Pistol packing, mama, lay that pistol down. Oh, I see you every night, big and I'll woo you every day. I'll be your regular mama, and I'll put that gun away. Oh, lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down. Pistol packing, mama, lay the thing down before it goes off and hurts somebody. She kicked out my windshield and she hit me over the head. She cussed and cried and said I'd lied and she wished that I was dead. Oh, lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down. Pistol packing, mama, lay that pistol down with three tough gals. From deep down Texas way, we got no pals. They don't like the way we play. We're a rough rootin', tootin', shootin' trio, but you're to see my sister Cleo. She's a terror, make no error, but there ain't no lassie fair. Here's what we tell her. Lay that pistol down, babe, lay that pistol down. Pistol baggin' mama, lay that pistol down. listen to Bing Crosby. He's yeah. pretty talented. He's pretty smooth. Individual. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Welcome back. I hope okay, you like the music. music. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Jinx. Uh, anyway. Uh, so we are talking rules now from Snafu. We kind of This was an agenda item we carried over from previous episodes because we didn't get to it. Because right? we just made the episode too long and never got to yeah, it. Yeah, we just keep yeah. talking about other things and that just happens. I can't anyway, believe that so happened. 
No, no not us. Never. Never. We like to talk. What? No. Yeah, I know. We're... Um, <laughs> all right. So anyway, we're going to go through just a couple of things that we that I well, I wasn't there, so I didn't see any of this stuff because I, I was not getting texts like, man, you cannot believe what the guys at Table 5 did. They tried to ram their vehicles into other things. And you're like, no, I didn't get any of that. No, that was just Dave. Oh, Dave tried to do it? Oh, man. That, that yep. tried. He did. did. There, he there ran. Was, okay. <laughs> there, there, was, there was no try. There was definitely do. I, I remember him talking about this last night when I was having a conversation with him about he was really excited about ramming things with his tanks. <laughs> Is that, <laughs> like, that what geez. he was talking about? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's like, that's why you get the two tanks and then you just like line one up to get the artillery piece. <laughs> I was like, oh, Dave. I, yeah, that sounds like a Dave move. Uh, so anyway, so this is ramming other vehicles. It's so hot. Yeah, that's it's up just there. It's, it's there. It's but it's not spicy, and it doesn't work out very well for anyone involved. Well, yeah, it, if you if you have a Churchill, you'll do okay. Sure, right, sure, sure. And with our format, there's you know there's a Jack Panther over sure. there, a and a Churchill over here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I guess there's some big big guns on the table. Which is what it's okay when you have a big tank, but it you want to have the bigger the tank. One. Yeah, but I will better. say that it is not a common tactic. In fact, <laughs> even in the rule book, they say that it's not necessarily a good strategy. But desperate <laughs> usually, times and whatnot. Yeah, desperate, yeah. It's usually a desperate man- maneuver. Although it was sure. not unknown for tanks to literally ram enemy tanks out of desperation, such systems were rare and certainly not uh, not to amount to anything like a viable combat strategy. End quote. <laughs> Shocked. <laughs> anyway, all right. So you have to be like, f- as far as ramming goes, like normal. You cannot turn, and you move forward, right? Like it's a straight line. It's what? so. This this is covered on page one eleven. Okay. Yep. Under what if tanks. my turret leans to the left a little bit? Yeah. Well, right. <laughs> hopefully you're not hitting him with your turret if you're intending you to mean, do some damage. You you mean your barrel? Your barrel leans to the left a little. Do you have to ramp from the back? <laughs> I haven't even had anything to trim. I know. Oh, this one just lends itself to it for sure. Oh no. What is it called? It's called vehicle assault. It's not really called ramming, is it? Like, what is the name of the actual rule so we don't keep Tanks, assault, like a bunch of tanks assaulting other vehicles. Pat's okay. just rolling his eyes it. over there. Okay. If a, right. tank, if a tank wishes to assault another tank, rather than a soft skin, armored car, or similar vehicle, it must make an order test with a minus three modifier. Sound familiar? Does? Yes, that sounds mm-hmm. that sounds totally fine. So, so can the tank get out of the way? No. no tanks don't get a reaction just, other than to fire. Like, they can fire if they have... Yep. The ability to fire. So you have to make this even if it's not pinned or no order test is otherwise required. Okay. So, is there a tank hunter rule for vehicles? Yeah, that's weird I that you'd have to work. make that roll because I mean you're, you've got a huge gun on your tank usually. So well, maybe yeah. this is just uh, how poorly of a conceived idea it was. Maybe we're trying well, that's to that's very possible. Right. But it says <laughs> if a tank wishes to assault another tank rather than a soft skin armor vehicle or, or similar vehicle. So okay, just against tanks. So it's tank on you have to tank on tank ramming. Okay, so this is can, this is. <clears throat> go ahead. Go can ahead, you go ram ahead. soft skins? Yes. You, you don't, don't have, have to, make to test the for tests. that. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's what it's you saying. Run over a truck. This, this is only more... saying if the tank wants to assault another tank, it makes okay. a, an order test at minus three. Because I can absolutely Why? see running over a truck. 
Yep. Yeah. Yo, totally. Just yeah. monster truck that shit. That, like, that yeah. seems like that seems like a viable strategy. Is I mean, I I could see the tiger like being like, "Get back here, truck! <laughs> I'm going to run you over." <laughs> I want to ram you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless it's like stuck in the mud, I would hope the truck gets away. But uh, you never know. Okay. Uh, still, I get it. Like the, the okay. So I like, so I make my roll. What happens next? Yeah. Right. Right. Okay, so this is an assault, meaning run order. Okay. And so you have to meet the qualifications for that, which is similar to, like, tame shocking. I think you have to move a minimum of uh, your move and a half or six nine inches, inches or something like that. Anyway, you make contact with the offending tank, and both of you roll a d6 and add your damage value to it. So light tanks get eight... Uh, Churchill's get 10 and the higher scoring is the winner the lower scoring is the loser if both is, if both is if it's a tie you're both losers <laughs> so <laughs> if if the loser's armored vehicle is see so losers are destroyed outright if they're soft skins big shock if the loser's yeah. an armored vehicle roll on the armored vehicle damage chart to determine if the loser has a damage value greater than the opponent it's only superficial oh and the winner so will take really no damage if they're a heavier tank than, than the loser. What if they're That's not a heavier tank than the loser? Then they take superficial? Or do they take regular? Alright, so losers are destroyed if they're soft skins, okay. right? Yeah. Uh, if the loser is an armored vehicle... Armored vehicle roll in the armored vehicle chart. If the loser has an armored damage value that is greater than the opponent, it's superficial. And yeah, so so if you're less than your attacker, it's regular. If you're greater than your attacker, it's superficial. The winner okay. takes no damage if greater than the lo- if the damage value is greater than the loser. Um, oh, so if you win, you take superficial damage. If you have an armor value lower if you're less, than you're right. running, okay, and that kind of makes sense. All right, yeah. Cool. And so, and then after that, you uh, you get the down order next to you, even if you haven't taken an action this turn, and suffer an additional pin marker. Yeah, it seems like a really bad strategy. Wait, 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 wait. Um, Each surviving that... vehicle, whether making the assault or being assaulted, suffers an additional pin marker, in addition to any damage okay. they've already taken. You're not making it better. And so, and <laughs> they and they have to take a down order. Yes. Both vehicles Ooh. involved, surviving or otherwise. Well, I mean, the assaulting vehicles already yeah. used his order dice that turn anyway, so he doesn't care. No, right. but if right. I've got a if I've got a cheapo transport, I could throw that right into Not right a into a big tank. Transport's Not a transport transport. Oh, it's got to be assault. a tank. It's got to be seven plus. Oh yeah, this is tank on tank. Okay, seven plus or a tank have to be tracked. Eight plus has to be a tank. Eight plus has to be eight plus. Yeah, maybe not the best use of your tank then. Unless you have a cheap ass tank, which you go throw it at a a panther. It's not a tank, dude. That's a that's an armored car. It doesn't count. It's eight plus. It most certainly does. does. Oh, it it just has to be eight plus. That's the qualifier. It doesn't have to be a tank slot. It just has to be an eight plus. So you can so you can tank shock if you really want to stuff somebody. You tank shock with your Puma down a road for forty eight inches. Right, because you can haul ass. That forces the down over and a pin. Interesting. And if they roll like garbage, shoot it with your Panzer. Yeah, I mean, 
there's there if you immobilize it, that's hilarious. Right. Just for the record. You have to. Dri- Somebody drives their King Tiger on, and you ram your Puma into it and immobilize it. Oh yeah, because you have lower you have lower armor typically. If you happen to win, the best you're going to do is superficial. Superficial, but which could be, I mean, you could catch it on fire. Well, two two of the three on superficial are fantastic in that case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, on fire is fantastic, and immobilized even better. Right, especially if you can catch it like you know, three inches from the board edge. Yep. You're like it just came on and it hasn't gotten very far yet, and you're like, ah, I gotcha. Man, how annoying would that be? That's interesting. Huh. Yeah, okay. let's not let's not teach everyone the gamey shit you can do with that because that sounds <laughs> like it could actually be gross. <laughs> That's a Dave special. Yeah, uh, that doesn't even sound was. like a Dave special. Yeah, well, Dave just wanted to ram sh- ram shit with his tank. He did. We had a couple of guys that wanted to do the next thing here. So, okay, so the, the ramming buildings. Yep. Woo! That sounds like fun. So I told you, yeah. never go in a building. This is on one twenty six. So, so should we know about the infantry assaulting them? But then there's the tanks assaulting buildings, and then you have to be a heavy or a super heavy tank to okay. attempt this. Okay, so you're, you're ten, ten plus, basically. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, can attempt to drive into a wooden or brick built building in the same way as I already described for ramming other tanks. See a few minutes ago. Right. This is treated as an assault, i.e., run order, and the building has total damage value that is established randomly when it, when the assault is made. So, instead of the building getting a 7 plus D6, wooden buildings just roll 2D6, brick buildings roll 3D6. To give you the value. So a heavy tank would get its 10 plus a D6 against mm-hmm. a wooden building of 2D6 and see who ends up rolling higher. Wouldn't that suck mm. if the building won? No, the building yeah. can only tie. Uh, but yeah, if building scores... Uh, Higher results against a vehicle. The it's only superficial. Yeah, they can only do superficial damage to the tank. Yeah. Tying still. If the building job. tank score equally, then resolve superficial <laughs> damage against the vehicle, and the building is destroyed. Tank scores higher, the building collapses. In the same way, for an HE shell, the building is destroyed, and the model representing replaced with the area of rubble. Tank is placed within the rubble area triumphantly. I added that part. And comes to a halt and receives a down order. Do you put that word in your book? You're like triumphant. <laughs> I should. Finally, you any know. tank that survives driving into buildings takes a further pin marker in the same way as tanks surviving a collision. I, I don't know why this is a viable strategy. You're getting pins all over the place for doing it, and you're being Bro, kicked down. Because if someone's got a multi-story building that's full of dudes, you kill yeah. them all if you crush them. Yeah. Like sniper sitting on the third floor. And imagine you're like, Pavlov's house. Yeah. So yeah. I was watching tanks drive right through each one of, of those sections. Yep. So. Well, they did it in that Bond flick, right? When you drive through buildings Well, that walls. too, yeah. yeah. I'm guessing it probably happened in real life a few times. Oh, all well, the time. Sure. Just saying. You bet. I mean, especially that's like wooden, wooden buildings. buildings. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't be so scared of wooden buildings. Giant, like you know, brownstones. Yeah. No thanks. Giant brick ass houses. I don't know that I'd ride my tank through there. Brick. I mean, what brick what ass, do you think? Yeah. If we're a tank crew, and we're in a, a huge tank, what's the first thing that we're going to do with that tank? We're going to find the cars. closest wooden structure we can and <laughs> drive right through it. And so. end up in the basement. <laughs> I was going to say, you got to be careful there's no cellar or basement because <laughs> yeah. you'll end up in it. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe after yeah. the first time. We're like, oh, yeah, we should probably think about that. <laughs> yeah, as you've been reprimanded and shot for <laughs> putting a tank in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, 
All right. Uh, this next one I remember seeing, and I'm like, I do not. I didn't think this existed the way it did, but charging friendly units or charging through friendly units, so you can like screen your units with other units. So the attempt. That's that's the that's the attempt, and uh, Jeff and I got called over for this question at uh, one of the games, and we kind of looked at each other and said, "Well, that's it has but for several reasons that has to end up being simultaneous." And yeah, we couldn't yeah. find any actual ruling specifically for it. And Jeff, you had one line of logic, which was, uh, "Well, if you're shooting through somebody, you get light cover for it, so it's going to count as cover." Right. Right. I made the same thing that even if you're running through your guys, there's no way in the world you're making a straight quote unquote line through there right. to avoid your guys. So that, I think between the two of us, we're like, "No, that, that, that's dumb. Of course you can't do that." Yeah, sure. I mean, and but... I couldn't find a thing, anything in the rules that specifically said it because you're allowed to move normally through your friendly units. No infantry problem. through infantry and through infantry. Right. Infantry. Sure. And infantry can see through other infantry for line of sight purposes. Okay. So we've met two of the criteria for charging. Right. You have so to be able to see the unit when you charge. So I, I kicked this up and was discussing this with our uh, with our main rules guy there, Mr. John Russell, and you know we went through he went through it and we basically said, yeah, what you guys are thinking makes the most sense. Otherwise, hey, you know what? Let me get my let me get my Gurkhas here and let me throw an experienced meat shield in front of me and I'm just going to run through them and beat you up all day long. That just no, that can't be That's right. N- yeah, that can't yeah. be right. It's it like starts a, a, effectively a mobile jump. screen uh, yeah. cover, which right, right, would be amazing. Totally. So I, I think, Jeff, yours is one of the key points, is that if that unit you, that was being charged was going to get to respond by firing, you would absolutely take the cover bonus for that friendly unit, right? Mm-hmm. And right, anytime you, you take the cover right bonus, start. you got to pretty much factor that that, that assault is going to be simultaneous. Agreed. Yep. That seems to make the most sense. Okay. Do they Do they count as a barricade and limit your charge to six inches if you're charging through a friendly unit. No. Because mm. you, you can run through them. Yeah, you can still run through them. Because the rules say you could run through them. Oh, interesting. So bizarre. Well, I mean, for me, it would be like, you can't shoot through a friendly unit. Right? Mm-hmm. right. There's only two offensive yes. actions you can take. Shooting is not eliminated, and assaulting through a friendly unit, I think, shouldn't be uh, allowed as well. So, just based off of the precedent that you can't shoot through a friendly unit. Although, I mean, you can certainly assault within an inch of a friendly unit, so maybe that doesn't. Yeah, that's probably not a good one. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I think for uh, <clears throat> for future rules editions of the game, I'd be happy to say you can't assault through your own infantry squads. I just can't find a ruling in the current rules that say that. Yeah. Correct. Very, very limited scenarios where I would think that even makes any, like, historical sense. Like, other than, like you said, like, the Soviets would putting up meat shields to basically soak up shots for some other unit to come in, the SMG squad to come in and mop them up afterwards. Are you stereotyping again? What's that? Are you stereotyping again? No, I mean, I'm just thinking of, like, do- like Army Doctrine. Sorry, yeah, kind of. Right, Maybe I don't... Little, I'm, just, uh, I'm just kidding. I don't feel like yeah. this particular maneuver was made in, you know, 
um, in the uh, in the need to recreate something that may have happened historically. I think it was right. more of a a situation where I don't know if the if the unit that was in the way ended up going down or something like that. Right. Um, so I don't even think it was one of those things where I want to use this unit as a screen, um, which was really common back in in fantasy. But it's like right. you know, yeah. I don't with the skirmishing rules and things like that. I, I, yeah, it was an unusual thing. I'm kind of surprised we hadn't seen that before. But mm-hmm. we haven't seen anyone try and abuse the shit out of it either. That's the nice thing. So right. far, and, yeah. So far. Now that we're talking about it, hopefully we're not starting anything. And when, we, <laughs> and when when it happened at at Operation Snafu, it wasn't. I don't feel like it was someone trying to to do that or right, any kind right, of right. Shenanigans no, shenanigans it, it absolutely kind of wasn't. And even right. that, you know, the guys even like you know, I I don't know. Can I really do that? I mean. I would like to think I could, but at the same time, it seems kind of weird. Right. Well, I mean, if I mean, if the unit if the unit in front of you has gone down because they're taking fire, and you're a reserve unit and you're just charging over the unit that's gone to ground, I mean, Goes tiptoeing through the down guys. That, that yeah. Well, no, tricky. I mean, it's a good way. I mean, to that, twist an ankle. That that can't. I I could see that as an army doctrine. To be perfectly sure. honest. Sure. Sure. So, Leapfrog tactics. Yeah. I see them know. like running across on their helmets. Like, like stepping <laughs> stones <laughs> to do, 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 across. What was, what, was that, what was that martial art movie where the guy runs across the water and the other guy, the guy on the other end, is like, "Wow, how did you do that?" And he goes, "You need to know where the rocks are." He's like dancing on the little helmets across the whole sure. field. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm trying to think what movie that was. I don't know if I've seen that movie. Just say Kung Fu Hustle, but that doesn't sound right. I, one of those goofy yeah. ones. I don't know the goofy ones. I watch a lot of those. That would be. See movies, so you know they're good stuff. Okay, they're good stuff. Movies. Yeah, yeah. The good right. stuff, yeah. All right, let's go to charging again. Seeing we, we're covering this topic yet again, or it, like it always twice? seems it, it seems like we're always covering this unit to some extent or another. And this actually stems more from a game that Ian and I were playing a while back before. Operation Snafu, and then we were playing again the other night, and I was really thinking about it, and I'm like, is this one of those things where you think about it from your point of view and you don't want it to happen, so it doesn't, or is this one of the things that you think about it from the other point of view and you want it to happen, so it does? So I wanted to look it up to make sure. So when you are charging, and I know we've said this before, you measure the closest model to the closest model of of each unit. Yep. And when you're determining whether or not those units the, that's going, the unit has to go around uh, unpassable terrain or difficult terrain or whatever, you're only considering those two models. Not if the rest of the unit is swung behind a building or something. It's only where those two models, if they're if they're clear between those two and they're within 12 inches and there's obviously no rough ground that the attacking unit's in, that's that's a that's a good charge. That's not going to be simultaneous. And you can go around things in this. Right. The rest, you so if the two closest has to go around, then it becomes simultaneous. But if other than the two models, the the other guys, other than the closest model in the attacking unit, can go around impassable or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's still not simultaneous. It's just you're just looking at those two models that are closest to, to measure that distance and the terrain and intervening terrain. So wait, say say that again. So the single model, if he has to move around, the, the closest model has to move around something, then it's considered simo. Simultaneous. 
Right, but yes. if it's a straight line between if, the two models and there's nothing intervening, the rest of the models can it have to go around stuff and it would still be yep. not SIMO. Okay. Oh, I don't so, think that's right. It would be a successful charge. That's so. I, I don't know. think that's char- right. Making a, ch- making a charge or run order, you check the distance between the closest model between the two units and only the distance between those models and yep. any impassable train, even if other models charging units have to go around it, it is it is a successful charge. Quote, the response that. was that is that is correct. Six, yeah, successful charge is not the same as a simul, not simultaneous right. attacks. That's okay. the, that's the next step so, in that that we're questioning. So, so is a successful charge not simultaneous? Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. It is not simultaneous. It is not simultaneous. It, okay. All right, I don't like that. Jeff wants you to cite it still. <laughs> I would. I, I always like citations on things like this. I want to know uh, this too. This is uh, in, from email correspondence between me and John Russell. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so we'll have to we'll have to dig into this then. And Fine. I think, and if, I you, think if, if you read through the book, that's kind of what it says too. Is it's only talking about those two closest models and their movement, because the other move we already know movement wise. As long as those two closest models are in 12 inches, it doesn't matter. The rest of you, the the rest of you can move further. Right. And if the they can move further, happens. it means they can still move around other stuff. So. Right. Right. Interesting. Okay. It's the, so, one of those weird things, though, right? So if you have one dude not in the forest. Which is what you do. Which you do, because right, you just have him That's what you out. do if you're assaulting. If you're right. defending, but, you don't have anybody outside the forest. Right, right, right. But, but you would still get the cover bonus because more than half your models are sitting in the no, no. cover. If, if you're shooting. assaulting from outside a forest, your movement's limited to six inches. Right, you're still limited to six inches. I understand that. Oh, yes. uh, okay. Well, no, because if the, out, if the guy... Wait, yeah, if anyone so, in the unit is in, soft, is in light cover you're or six in inches. the forest, you're six inches. Yes. I'm, I'm usually six inches on a good day anyway, but... Um, Anyway, so yes, you can't you can't run the one guy out and then everyone would follow. Yes, you can. No, because the unit would still be limited to six inch a six inch. The unit itself is nope. limited to six inches because of the because of the terrain. Yes. No, right. we just said that you take the two closest models in the two units to oh, establish man. whether or not the, exalt, about this the for assault for, yeah. for impassable for impassable intervening terrain, i.e., stuff that you'd have to move around. But you still, but it doesn't. But there's nothing. But in if that the unit itself that, has anybody yeah. in rough ground, the unit itself is stuck at six inches charge range. Period. Right. And and this is why we have I'd to like, keep talking about this rule again. Yeah, I'd like a citation for that, please. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. This is turning into a lawyer episode. This is Law and Order. Welcome to Law and Order. Yeah. Um, yeah, and right. I think the the facts the the. The fact that that have come out last year and this year didn't actually clear any of this up. <laughs> so, well, yeah. they 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 did give you that you don't have to draw the straight line; you can choose to go around the impossible impassable terrain. But then it becomes simultaneous. Right. Unless you're before unless that, you're, it didn't say it. Unless you're bonsai charging, though, still doesn't that require you to move directly at the closest enemy to, model? Right. In order to get to, the get, take the benefit of, of the bonsai, you have to charge the closest unit. So. Right, but that just means you don't have to pass. You automatically pass an okay. order. Sec. 
So. This is one of those ones where I've said many times that diagrams, just like one page of diagrams would solve so many of these problems. Yeah. Yep. Right. Totally. Anyways, that reminds me that I'm definitely going to be rereading this section of the book mm-hmm. a couple of times before the next tournament. So Yes. And the, totally. and the associated fact. So. Totally. I imagine this one will probably open up some sort of Facebook discussion. It usually does. Yeah. We'll get we'll get some discussion. That I'm doesn't sure. seem uncommon to me. No, and that's fine. I mean, great. Yeah. Well, the only no, way you, you learn more about the rules is discussing it and figuring out what it says here and what it says there, and just sometimes I'd things make sense. But you know what? So here's 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 what I'm here's what I'm envisioning, and let me draw you a virtual diagram here. You've got group A of like six guys who are in an open field, right? You've got group B who two or three of their models are around the outside of a building and more than half their units behind because they were taking, you know, the cover for it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And you measure, and the guys that are around the building corner turn out to be one of the closest models. So between yeah. those two, there's no building for them to run around. Right. So the rest of the unit has to run out around the building, and they can't make a straight-line charge. But the straight-line charge only matters about the closest unit's closest unit. Right? Yeah, it seems like that could be gamed in so many ways. Yeah, what, if the closest model, what if the closest model can't even see the unit that they want to charge? Tough luck. Then you I can't charge. Yeah, I was going to say, you have to be able to see the unit you have to have, Yeah, you have to be able to see the unit I think it's the closest. Yeah, but what if, what if someone else in the unit can see them, but it's not the closest one? It's closest visible enemy unit, right? It's closest visible, I believe, is what it says. If I remember correctly, Pat? I'll tell you what, let's let's shelve this one uh, yeah, yeah, for next episode, and we'll all read it, and we'll see. we'll come back and see how many different interpretations of charging <laughs> we end up with. Totally. <laughs> so so we'll, right. have a, like, we'll, do, we'll do a charging segment, is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. I mean, since we it, there's so much happening, and if we all say it, just we'll have a little bit of homework, we'll right. read it, and it might be cool. We invite you, guys you know the it. few people that still listen uh, to do the same thing and figure out how you think charging works, and then we'll um, we'll talk about it. And maybe and I, provide and some I diagrams. Bet, yeah, and I bet that we don't have the same interpretation of it. I, I would highly. So I would I would agree, Dale. I don't think so, there is. And we've a been playing games answer. together for years and years and years. We grew up in the same part of the country. I mean, it's just like it's pretty crazy how that goes. But so, and the the one thing I really hate to do is to want to have something interpreted one way because it favors me, and then when it works against my favor, I want to think of it as the other way. That's what I really like to avoid doing. Sure. But I think our own nature that kind of comes out. It's tough because you appreciate the point of view naturally that you want it the way to go. I mean, it's just psychology. That's how we all are. So sure, right? It is like it is human nature for sure. Like you've got a tank that's you know five inches in length and it has to move a reverse order because of a failed test, even though something is already a, is already two plusing it from indirect, and that doesn't move your entire tank two inches away from his footprint before, so you're still at technically ranged in. Mm-hmm. When that happens to you, you don't want that to be the case. <laughs> no. no, but it is. Sure. It's like, ah, but it is. But it is. Uh, all right. So, all right. lots of rules to cover. Lots of rules so to cover. So, ep- episode forty-three, charging. Coming. <laughs> A charging discussion. No one is going to listen to this. Episode. So, cra- yeah, crack open the book, read it, figure out what you how you think it works, and sure. then you can yep. 
you can uh, after we get it wrong, you can tell us how it works. <laughs> <laughs> can someone please tell us how this works? Like, <laughs> please. Anyway, all right. Uh, art- artil- this was kind of a no-brainer. Artillery does not get small team rolls. Uh, it's not actually. Oh, I a suppose because there's some that are small teams. They're just two-man teams. Well, and okay, you so can get shot down to a or small you can, team. Or you can get killed down to it, yeah. You can. But I think the, the yeah. sticking point in this one, and despite, you know, they later blatantly stated in FAQ, is that the artillery unit itself consists of the model, the artillery piece, and the models operating it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, so if I've got uh, ZIS-3 with three guys in it, there's actually four models there. Yeah. Right. Right. Even if you get yeah. down to just the one guy, he's still not a small team, according to the FAQ. Yeah, they're just treating the guns like a big, big, a big model, right? Yeah. Like, small teams have to be infantry and nothing else. Right. Makes, makes yep. perfect sense. There you go. There well, you go. It makes it makes perfect sense if they'd say that in the initial rule, but the fact takes care of that. So. Right. It's just you have to. Yeah, you have to have read the fact for sure. The, the, the wording is just ridiculous in some of these things. Yeah, it, it could have done a better job of clarifying clarifying some of this stuff, but can't get everything right all the time. So, mm-hmm. just FYI, your artillery is never going to get small team. There you never. go. Yeah, but you so can still you, suffer the minus one for being down to one guy. Right, yeah, you get you get the minus one for shooting. trying to shoot with them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. When you try and shoot with them, you'll get the minus one. However, well, it's because you don't have loaders. It doesn't mean you're small. Yeah. Right. It just means you don't have enough loaders to keep right. loading it. Yep. So, so small teams right. is only only infantry. You, yeah, if you say that, you're in better shape than the rule book. <laughs> well, there's version threes around. I won't a say very a large corner. Yeah, the uh, year. Yes. Yeah. A, a year plus. Yes, I'm yeah. sure. Version I'm sure three. Get the, everything right next time. The closest guy in in the version three unit can't even see. The charge. It's it's he's way he's way back there. So he's he's, he's using the force or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next one: Spotter and Tiger Fear. Uh, I this this, this is more time. question conversation because I don't really think that the rules say it specifically. So you've got a mortar or artillery piece or whatever that is out of line of sight of something with Tiger Fear, whatever sure. you interpret that to be. Right. Uh, but the spotter has a line of sight to the thing causing with the tiger for your special role. I'll just say it that way. Sure. Now, my, my thought has always been, if you're firing that artillery mortar piece using the spotter, and the spotter isn't directing fire at the tiger, it's a tiger for your test. And if you're not using the spotter, then you're fine. What do you yeah, guys that's, think? I would agree with that. Yeah. That seems that like makes the, most the most rational answer. answer. Yeah. Yep, uh, that's going to really make people hate Tiger Fury even more. But that's the answer I think that's correct under the rules. Because it's you may use the line of sight of the spotter. It's then you have to. It's you may use the line of sight of the spotter. May. Right? Yep. Yeah. Are we right, Pat? Yeah. Okay. I. It's not written in the rules anywhere, guys. <laughs> oh, I would assume that under the, the spotter rules would be enough for me to figure out whether, like, I'd, I'd have to go grab my book from upstairs. I'm not going to do that right now. Why don't I have my book down here with me? It's, it's it's exhausting. Uh, anyway, all right. Moving on. <laughs> Moving right along. Hidden special rule. These, this rule very infrequently comes up because lots of stuff... That we don't, I don't know if we play a lot of scenarios where stuff starts hidden. Some nope, but there's a lot of them. 
but there are a lot of scenarios in the book where things can start. Right. Hitting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Spoiler um, alert: If you can start in hidden, you should. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Yes, you should. Yes. I mean, what do we want to talk about? This we're just going to verify the rule, like reiterate the no. rule okay. to everyone. Well, how like, many games have have any of us played where our opponent or us used it? I've had other, it, other I, than the last game when I knew this was going to be a topic. I can't. I think I did it once. I've done one it your, once, and I played Japanese. One of your scenarios for Recon Rumble Pad had the ability to start and hidden. Yeah, I don't think anyone did. I oh, Jesus, I did. You did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I think every one of my units on the board started and hidden. That seems crazy for Recon Rumble, but I've I've had scenarios that I think Bug Eater a couple years ago had a hidden scenario. I can't remember which tournament it Bug was. Bug Eater so it was does. Tur- the third yeah. scenario is always hidden because of your mm-hmm. defender. Yeah. It's that one where you get like that little circle surrounded. in the middle. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, that guy. That scenario. Yes, and it's I actually started hidden in that one too. Yeah, you yeah. have use this rule if it's offered to you. Right. It's it's like night it's like night uh night fight. Right? Like you just limit the limit visibility for the most part. No. It's no. No. You can't shoot at them and oh wait, no you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting them all mixed up here. So a unit so in heaven is hidden. Heaven. Hidden. Hiven. Uh, hiven. If they're hidden. in soft cover, it's a minus four to hit them. Hard cover, it's a minus yes. five to hit them. So essentially, um, and if you you're shooting indirect, shoot. it's always a plus six, and you don't range in. Sure. Right. As Why long as that unit remains hidden. You lose hidden if you shoot or move. Right. Move. If you advance, fire, fire advance. or run. Yeah. yeah. So oddly enough, you can still rally in hidden. Sure. Go sure. Fig. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Just. Just like, like guys little quiet ah, high fives yeah, around each yeah. other, like woo woo, come on man, let's do this really quietly. So, and hidden has nothing to do with artillery strikes or perpetrator bombardments because mm-hmm. those aren't targeting yeah. a unit; they're just right. carpet bombing so, the shit out of yeah. stuff. Yep, right. Yep. So, yep. Um, you can go hidden and then ambush. Yep, some armies can. Some well, armies have start, a special rule that, no, that I mean, if they could, start right, in you, hidden, you, they can also be in ambush. You right. can I mean, also you can draw start in ambush. No, right, right. But you draw your dice as they're coming out and put them in ambush, right. and they're still considered hidden. Sure. But and, then, right. Dale, but, you're, the Japanese, if they yes. start in hidden, can also be put in ambush at the start and of the I game. And I never right? did that. Of course, I was just running them across the board, so I didn't care. But um, <laughs> also, the, also um, a viable strategy. Yeah, for them, certainly. See, see crashing tanks. And so, yeah. and as long as they stay in ambush, you're fine. But once once you activate the ambush, then that switches to a fire, in which case then right. you lose your end, which makes sense. But yeah. mm-hmm. let's go down. You, you've revealed mm-hmm. your location, yes. But yeah. still, like that's it is keeps your stuff really well protected until you really want to pop it. Exactly. So there, are, there are conditions for being starting and hidden. Jeff, do you remember them off the top of your head? Yeah, there's two conditions. You're either entirely out of sight of any enemy unit, or you're in t- the majority of your unit's in hardcover. Is the majority right. or all? Uh, let me look here. i got the book open to it right now. Entirely in cover. So that's what you're Entirely wrote. in cover. Entirely in Entirely cover. in cover. Entirely in cover. Not just hardcover either, so soft cover. So. Yep, you can be in bushes. Any cover. Yep, throw some throw some leaves on top. Yeah, call it good to go. Who doesn't love being in bushes? So. Entirely in cover. <laughs> we're only we're only cut off and surrounded. We're Just not dudes, lost. Dudes sitting in some tall grass with ghillie suits on, in the middle of like, <laughs> yeah, this doesn't work for me. All right. Fine. So and uh, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, and Go then ahead. also if an enemy infantry or artillery moves within 12 inches, you're hidden up, or, or an enemy recce vehicle moves within 12 inches, or any other enemy vehicle moves within 6. Yeah. Or there's those there special are, units like the dog handlers that can be yeah. with, that can spot you within 18 or something like that. Woof. I think they're 24. Yeah, yeah but you, you, can't, you can't use them. Is it 18 or 24? I don't remember. It's 18. 18. It's 18. Um. 18. Woof, woof. Woof, woof, woof. Cheap dice, but yeah, unfortunately you can't take it in a reinforced platoon we found out because it's Empire in Flames. Whoops. I know. I was like trying to figure out how you can make a big ass unit of them because they're tough fighter too. Just have like a unit of dogs running around on the table. Oh, that would have been fun. Your NCO can be the dog whisperer guy, and you just have a bunch of different sized dogs running around in the pack. <laughs> I mean, well, if, you're, I just, if you're Russian, you can do the dog bombs, too. I yeah, just, I just want to say, I, I have six of these war pugs that are 28 millimeter pugs <laughs> in fighting <laughs> nice. positions. So, mm, I used to say, how many can you get in a unit? Like, it's three, I think. I think it's only three. Well, yeah, it depends on Dogs, Three yes. dogs, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, f- and four handlers, because always one extra handler or something like that. The handler handler, he needs to handle the handlers. Right, he has to handle the handlers. Everybody's going to have my four. They have four war dog teams for 72 points, and they're veteran. That's um, it's two guys. Right, each one's two guys, right? Like they, Yeah, that's not a lot. No, it's, I, I mean, mean, I guess it's four, better than 13 points a model, but that's, the, that's what, are they, what are they armed with? Anything? SMGs? Are they? As depicted on the model. Nice. So, submachine guns, yes, for sure. Some rifles. Sure. Yep. This guy has and a bazooka and... Bazooka. <laughs> the dogs, the dogs, well, them, yeah, the dogs themselves have a uh, tough fighter. Well, the, the, this guy is modeled with an 88, so... <laughs> so I'm going to rain on this parade a little bit. This is actually something we should be a very... We should look at. I'm looking at the rules here, and it's handler with rifle or submachine gun as depicted on the model, and a dog. The dog's listed as a weapon, not a separate model. Oh. How much You're right. I the built dog it do? as one model. So the dude and the dog are considered one model. So you're only getting four guys, not four guys and four dogs. You're right. You're right. Uh, I suppose once uh, you take a wound, the dog goes with it. Yep. yep. At least is how it's written up here. No, I mean, that makes perfect sense. I'd have to look at Empire and Flames to make sure, but I think you're right. So they're like little Goliath mines. <laughs> right. But you get an extra attack with them? Does not say that. Right. It doesn't say anything. So you're getting two sub. You're getting four submachine sh- sub- says So you're getting eight you, shots. Right. So it's War Dog Team. And you get Tough and, Fighter, I guess. Well, that's yeah. But you if you have a submachine gun, you, you got assault anyway, so it doesn't really. Yeah, I like them as a one-man eighteen squad because they're cheap. That's but since they're Americans, you'd be, you'd be better off to give them the rifle. Yes, true. Longer actually. range. The longer range in this. If you're scenario. getting close enough to submachine gun, you should be charging. Right with your submachine gun, then though, which gives you a little bit more benefit. I guess. Hmm. Oh no, you get tough fighter with the dog. So who cares? You're tough fighter from the dog. Yeah. You just pick the dog up by the collar and you charge and push him in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Get him! <laughs> it's like a lance, except for it's your dog. You're just lunging him forward. Oh, Each handler has a rifle or submachine gun. I'm reading just out of Empire and Flames sure here to see if there's any more. So, yeah, so additional handlers is what it says. They do mm-hmm. have tough riders, and they they do have spotting 24 inches. Wow. 24 there we go. Inches. I thought it was 24. 
Uh, and this is you, also I, I an remember extra selector. The Marine dog teams you may take that, so. zero one war dog team in addition to normal infantry allowed for reinforced platoons that includes at least one U.S. Marine unit. Well, there well, you go. So you can get it. You can get it. Yeah, you got to get in that reinforced platoon then. Uh, so well, it's right there. You can get him in a reinforced platoon if you take another Marine unit. Yeah. That's what it says. That's what it says in the book. When they, we'll, we'll talk about some other tournaments because then they just disallow some books altogether. Right. They're just like, this problem. book doesn't exist. They retcon a bunch of shit for sure. Yeah. Right. All right. So speaking but of which. That, so this would be reinforced for any of any, anyone playing Marines. Right. More pugs it is. <clears throat> Yep, so, so they can uh, rock, this, this works they can for rock snafu. Operation Snafu. Yep. yep. We do a lot. Damn, I can never play in that tournament. I'm always busy that weekend. What the yeah, hell right? are you doing? I know. Anyway. All right. So speaking of events, we have some upcoming events that Thank we're you. going to this year, which I think is, hey, and hey, hey, guys, I'm going to at least two of these. Probably only two of them. <laughs> that's seemingly like that might be where I have to draw the line, but we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. My wife has not said no to the last one on our list here, but so anyway, uh, we're going to Adepticon. I we didn't are. think that was going to happen this year, but then there was some last minute shenanigans that made it possible. All four of us are going to all Adepticon. four of us. Yep. Adepticon. All four of us. And all four of us are playing in nationals. Yep. Correct. Pretty cool. Which yeah. I I I love the fact that it ends early enough on Sunday. That's a huge win. Like, to me, that mm-hmm. was like, we've always said no to Nationals because it's like, I don't want to leave Chicago at 5 p.m. Right. Like, that just, it's just too late. It's going to suck. Uh, well, and it's a hard six-hour drive. It's six hours in the car home. Yeah. 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 So, so anyway. So you're I talking mean, a seven-and-a-half-hour day just to get back. And as it is, we're still going to be in pretty late, but yeah, I'll, I'll be still able to go to work in the morning for sure. Um, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about let's talk about this one for a minute. Like, just let's talk about so thousand points. Mm-hmm. It is a thousand single, single platoon reinforced platoon. That's mm-hmm. that's it, right? Just it has to be a reinforced platoon. Thousand yep. points, one one selector, or no, one platoon. You don't get platoon. multiple platoons, yeah. And only armies of books were allowed. Uh, army lists for the China out of Empire of Flames, ironically enough. Uh, yep. And the Australian list, and was there one other one that was also in there? I know we've had it up on our Facebook page for a while there. I, who's paying attention at this point? Mm. To our Facebook page? Not many That people. for sure. And there's a 15 order dice limit on this one, right? Yes. Yep. 15 dice. Well, that's easy for most armies okay. anyway. So. And that's that's a cap, not a not an order dice limit like we usually oh, have. Oh, so it's like that's you cannot have more cap. than yeah, you can't have more than yes. 15 units in your group. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess that's different. Yes, yep. that is it different. Is, is order dice cap. Different. Yeah, we just we just limit the dice in the bag. We don't limit the units you take. Okay. Um, how long are the rounds? It's a Saturday Sunday tournament, five rounds, and how long are the rounds? Two and a half hours. I don't Let recall. It looks I, like they are. Hours, it? They are two and a half hours. Round one okay. is from nine to eleven thirty. Round two is twelve thirty to three. Round three is three thirty to six. Sunday is nine a.m. to eleven thirty, and round two is twelve thirty to three. 
So, right. so we had, yeah. And clean up in wards and on our way. Yeah. Uh, way also, no no tank platoons, no special characters, and no planes. I love that they always specify no planes. It's like there's some dude that just brings a plane to every tournament and just goes, aw. So like, it is. is this a thing? Oh, uh, like French one... late uh, French late war reinforced platoon has also got also got uh, yes. loud in. That's Battle of the Bulge, right? Yes, that's Battle yep. of the Bulge. Yep, that's pretty cool. Yep, some extra. Yeah. Otherwise, okay. you are you base. They're basically ignoring all the campaign and theater books except those those three. And there's still like the reinforced selectors for those armies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. So. Yeah. Covers all the bases, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Army so, lists are due 20 March 19. Oh, scary. Guessing that's March okay, 19th of 2020. That's like otherwise they're like, otherwise they're late. That's like right. five days before the tournament. Yeah, it's right before yeah. the tournament. Yeah, it? it's like right before the tournament. So yeah, if I wonder if, how much right. vetting he's going to do on those, huh? <laughs> Who, who's actually in charge? Is that uh, John? Uh, I think it's Jay. He's got one of Casper, the Raiders doing it. One of the Raiders is doing it. Okay. Yeah. So, so anyway, if you're unfamiliar, Adepticon is a big turn, big convention in Chicago. I think we've talked about this before in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. If you don't get a chance, or if you get a chance, you should go at some point. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great. Even if you don't play in a tournament, it's super fun to go walk around and see all the stuff. It's very inspiring. Yep. Cool. You want really crazy stuff. I mean, obviously, it's first and foremost, it's a 40K event. Can't really get around that. But some of the really cool stuff happens, I want to say it's late Saturday night. The, some of the display boards these guys do with their space marines and stuff is ridiculous. Yeah, they're really cool to see. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, I mean, thankfully we don't have to worry about needing spaceships and landing craft for anything that we're trying to do. But says you, <laughs> t- right? Well, we've got Space Force now, so look out. That's right. I'm gonna have all my uh, space Germans coming out of their UFO before they go to the moon to start. That sounds very personal. Well, right? maybe we'll have a bunch of Marines coming out of their landing craft. Could do that. It could work. It could work. So, there's some but yeah, the, so that's that's Saturday night, and that's really cool to just uh, yes, see that's the, very the detail. Much it's just from a hobby standpoint, you know, the the, the level they put in there. I think uh, that's typically the team event, isn't it? The four-man teams. And so have, you've got four armies it could be. being displayed on a single board, which always leads to just really interesting choices and options and all sorts of stuff. So it is pretty it, – it's inspiring, but it's also like, Jesus, I'm terrible at this. I suck so. at copying. I need to go home now. <laughs> so. It's not that bad, guys. It's No, uh, and just I just checked as of us recording here in the 17th, there are still 30 spots available in Nationals. Wow. It's going to be a smaller tournament this year. That's crazy. It usually fills up close to, closer to it. Yeah, good point. I think a lot of people don't come in until last minute, for sure. Yeah. Uh, if you do go, you get the swag bag. <laughs> the swag bag is always ridiculous. We'll see if this year is the same as every other year. Mm-hmm. No, I got it this year, so it's going to be crap. Yeah, I did too. So it's going to be. Garbage I got it this sure. year too. So, <laughs> oh man, you guys jinxed it. Now it's going to be garbage again. It's yeah. like getting the pepperoni slices at at Luce. If you see too many people order it, it's going to be shit. So that's right. <laughs> uh, 
Well, it'll be thing. Whatever. There's going to be a bunch of... Watch has got, like, copies of Dark Tower in it or something. <laughs> Some no. new-ass Kickstarter or whatever. Uh, no, not likely. But uh, previous years, it's always... No, no. It'll have starters of a Destiny in it. The dice game from <laughs> just got Clo- canceled. Close out of whatever game is dying at Fantasy Flight this uh, week. They'll have Dragon Dice. They'll raid the Axeman surplus across the street and get all their old Dragon Dice. And... <laughs> That actually be go. kind of fun. I do that. There's dra- <laughs> is there dragon dice? No, there's not real dragon dice over there, is there? There, there was the last time I was in there, but that was a long time ago. Okay, they had two big boxes of dragon dice. Not the okay. not the good ones, but no, right, not the good ones. The starters, not the good ones. Are, all starters. So. You know, I mean, there's nothing. There's never anything good in that store. I sorry if anyone's unfamiliar with it. It's like the weirdest junk surplus store in the Twin Cities is called Action. It's like, yeah, it's the worst garage sale you can think of without clothes. Uh, and sometimes there's clothes. Is there? But there can be. It's got, it's, it is like literally a shit show of weird things that... <laughs> yep. And if you, like, if you do, for whatever reason, buy something from there and you t- carry it out of the store, you might as well just throw it away because you'll never find a fucking use for it. <laughs> Even though you thought you did while you're staring at it. Yeah, now I feel like we should try to build a board out of stuff from (laughs) X-Men. Yeah, you you guys sail that. Oh, man. I'm stopping there next Thursday. This is a new challenge. It's a challenge. Hey, actually, your display board can only be made of stuff (laughs) from (laughs) X-Men surplus. I have have found a pretty good cutting mat there for like $3, so and it lasted probably a year, so that's not bad. Ice. Like a healing mat, and it lasts yeah. only a year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, right. that's because I usually it was three bucks. have more than just cutting them. I get, like, paint and glue oh, and sure, sure. other Use them basing as like a, stuff. Yeah, okay. Use them as the bottom of your paint tray, then, yeah, that's fair. Okay. That yeah. makes more sense. Like, I just pulled the cutting mat out to cut. No. Yeah, so Adepticon, if you're there and you listen and you like what we do, come and stay uh, come and say hello. Yeah, and if, if you, you don't, don't like we do. if you don't, just walk on by. Keep listening, but don't tell us how much we we suck because we how much? Just, <laughs> just give us up. Well, vendor hall's got everything you don't need and some things you do. It's kind of like Axeman, though. You can like walk in and be like, "I well, totally want this thing," and be like, ah, I, I, well, "And when I, you I walk out, it. you're gonna be like, <laughs> I have no idea what I'm gonna do with this.' Shit, am I, it's just one more thing to paint. I can uh, see at least two of those on my bookshelf right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you guys yep. bought into like uh, what was that Battle Tank or uh, Battle Tech? That one's yeah, out of sight. Yeah, <laughs> that's out of sight. That's right. <laughs> okay, all right, fair. All right, I can't, I can't uh, see that one right now. So anyway, uh, that's if you're that's a vendor, one. we are sucker for uh, for demo games. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We're a sucker for we, free swag. How's that sound? We we, we like oh, to win yeah. demo games. Free drinks. We're suckers for those too. Sure. So. Um, yeah, you want to give us your product? We'll tell you whether or not it's good or not on the air. We'll, nice we'll be honest, so you can't pay us anything. So. Yep, yep. Sorry. I said honest. Yep. Good or bad, I will tell you exactly what it is. Most of the time, people give us good stuff, though. Like yeah. if we've gotten, like if we've reviewed stuff, it's usually been pretty positive. So, yep. anyway, so that's fairly local, six-hour drive mm-hmm. for us, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so the polar opposite of that would be our next tournament after that, after Adepticon. Global which, opposite. Glo- like, eh, it's not quite the, our perfect opposite, but 
quarter um, hemisphere you opposite. You can't drive there, so well, we can't. We definitely we can't drive. Well, most people can't drive there. It is a f- fucking island. Um, so we're it's from my Ireland. Island. It's not my. It's not my island. No. If you take the um, ferry with your car and don't get that, out of your car, does that still count as driving? Uh, have you ever ridden a ferry on a car? No. Okay. Um, I would never want to sit in my. Where am I, I going to ride a ferry in a car? Well, Lake Michigan. <laughs> Lake Michigan is actually a pretty common. Like if you want to cross over on. Uh, but anyway, you don't want to ride in your car because, like, I would be super like claustrophobic and like feel like I'm about to drown the whole time. I don't know. I mean, if you if if your bucket list was to drive to Ireland, then you kind of have to do it. <laughs> Just car running the whole way there. <laughs> um, it's a very yeah, so don't drive. <laughs> so anyway, uh, World Team Championships in Ireland this year. Um, one of the other guys, one of the other guys in Minnesota, actually. John Stentz actually asked if anyone was interested, and a bunch of us said yes. So some of us are going this year. I think that's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. It's yeah. super awesome. Yeah. We'll, uh, so we'll see how it goes. Team USA is John Stentz, uh, Dale, Rick, and myself. So one of these is time. not like the other. USA. <laughs> USA. <laughs> <laughs> One of these oh. things just doesn't belong. Yeah, <laughs> oh. uh, maybe a little. He had to finish it. I said I started it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you start singing, and I'm gonna I keep know, going. Right? So. Exactly. Um, yeah. So let's. So this is kind of a weird to. format. Uh, so it's a thousand well, it's, points. Well, I mean, it's 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 the cheese format, right? So well, potential cheese format. So one thousand points, as many platoons as you can fit. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Many legal platoons. Yeah. So right. many legal platoons. Yeah. Right. Two infantry units. Right. Okay. And there's there's no theater selectors. You have to take the army of books. You can take China, the Empire, and Flames, but the rest of the stuff really isn't allowed. Right. right. No. Uh, late war French is allowed. Late war right. French is allowed. Yeah. So, so, no additional army PDFs. No name characters. No war correspondence. No uh, planes. Ooh. Does no. it say no planes? Well, that was that was the Adepticon one. I know. I wanted. To, I wanted to say no planes. Otherwise, I'm taking a plane. It I'm not doesn't. A plane. Doesn't say no planes. Well, I just sent you guys the link for mm-hmm. all the army composition stuff. <clears throat> Let me put it this way: Go find the rule for planes well, in plane, the official rules. Yeah, it, I, yeah. I'm not going to find the rules for planes, and I'm not going to play planes. And these, I, I somehow so, think these these lists are going to get further from scrutinized. the armies of series of books. And armies of China come from Empire and Flames and Australia from New Guinea Camp book. Uh, you can do the horse-drawn limber and the mule team are allowed. Ooh. So, ooh, maybe I can get my... Maybe we can do war dogs in that one then, too. Yeah, it says, for example, from the Empire and Flames supplement, it does not say... It does not say dog teams. It says horse-drawn well, limbers and mule teams. That's from the same book. Yeah, but I think it's specifically <laughs> mentioning them from that book, right. not It's saying horse-drawn limbers and mule teams. It does not say, comma, war dog teams for Marines behind that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's wishful thinking. Uh, I, I, well, they're in the same the, book. I know. The multiple platoon thing I can thing think is wishfully. A, I know, you can. You can. You can, you can surely ask, right? Because we went back and read it, remember? We did go back and read it, and it said any unit... Any arm, any reinforced platoon that brings a marine unit is allowed to bring a war dog unit. 
Yes. It, yeah, so, it counts as a selection in a reinforced platoon. Yeah. So. so there could be argument for it. I don't know that they're going to give it to you, but you never know. But well, the worst they can say is no. Right. I don't feel so this is quite as restrictive as the Adepticon is, which said, here are the books right. you can pick from. Don't try and even look at another book. Like, oh, okay, well, thanks for that. Right. So, yeah, I mean, this I don't... isn't saying that. No, this is not. Um, yeah, I don't. Oh, so this is one thing that I did see that I really wanted to call out because I think this is interesting. Um, note that uh, if if a vehicle listed as a transport tow picks a weapon option, that means that means the transport loses its transport towing ability. Well, Wait, no, I mean, no, 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 no. That's that's not no reading, right. Okay. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, the yeah. old standard rule that yeah, jeeps yeah, yeah. putting so machine guns on. Right, it's a putting a machine gun on a jeep says it loses the towing trans. Yeah, okay. So this is just calling out that rule then. Okay. Yeah, All right, because I was like, wait, line. I'm like, whoa, timeout. Like, that's out of the rule book. Yeah, yeah. I, I read it wrong the first time because I, I was like, wait a minute. So any unit that, any tow that takes a gun loses a transport capability? No. Okay. No. It just loses no. its, it loses, it's no longer counts as a tow transport for the purposes of selection. It becomes an armored car. No, Perfect. it gets okay. moved into the armored car slot. Yep, yep, which is exactly the way it, the rules are. It's yep. just they're reinforcing it. That's mm-hmm. Just making sure I read it and I was like, that did not sound right. Okay. So, um, uh, quick question for you guys based off this army selection rule or rules. The multiple reinforced platoons allowed as long as you meet the minimum requirements of having a reinforced platoons and have points available. Which army do you think that favors most? Japan. Which, Japan? I would think yeah. Japan. Straight up for Japan. Sure, Japan. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you would find... So you're going to Russian. find that they're yeah maybe Russia. They, they can get some. They can get some really. They got the cheap units that they can get to you know spam the other stuff. So I think it's like twenty eight points you can get. Uh, those at the Strafbaffa squad or whatever they are. And those are not in the main rule book. So well, or those are not in the main. Here's book. here's why the Japanese win overall, um, because every single one of their infantry people get. Um, Fanatic and Bonsai, yep. which is yeah. a three-point upgrade. Yeah. And if you've got 100 bros in yep. your army, that's effectively 300 points. Yep. And if you've got Soviet, I can only bring one as a Soviet player. I would only be able to bring one extra unit kind of thing. So that's, I think, why that Japanese force is kind of going to be like a plus one auto-include. So. Yep. I agree with that assessment. Yeah, something to consider. It's frustrating. So, but in case we haven't said it, uh, so we have to submit five lists, and we can't double up any of the nations. Yeah. Right. And then we will select four of those lists day of. Yeah. So, so I, mean, I have a feeling we're going to have pre-selected them before we travel. Not Well, <laughs> yeah. But um, well, before we let get me on bring the these the other plane, three armies. Before we get on the plane, yeah. we'll see what all the other teams' five lists are. So. Yes, we will. Yes. So we will have, we'll present five viable lists that we will be able to pres- bring, but we will definitely be selecting four of them before we go. Yeah, hopefully yep. they'll give us what we feel will be our, our optimal matchup. So, yeah, yeah, yep. And we don't. I, I'm still kind of like I've I've followed enough ETC stuff for others for other uh, miniature games that I think I know what we're talking like what we should walk in be walking into. I'm not exactly sure. Right, I think 
as far as I understand, it is not a paired event. Like we aren't going to be assigned to an opponent. We're going to be assigned to a team. And in between the four of us and the four of them, there will be some back and forth as to how how that arrangement is made between who's playing who. So it's like we present two and they pick one or whatever. There's a lot of different ways you can do it, but that's the you know that's the team aspect of it as far as I understand it. None of the rules have clarified that yet, but I'm sure as time goes on, we'll see more about that. Right. That it would be helped. my expectation going into it as well. So, yeah. But we'll see. I, I, I would love to know those up front. The interesting sure. thing is, is that all four games will take place on an identical tables, which I think is going to be interesting. Right. Well, that's how that they do crazy. it in these style yeah. of events, or how, the, how they have done it in these style of events. So, which Does, I, I hope if it's good-looking terrain. Yeah, if you get a sponsor, that makes it a little rough because you need a bunch of the same tables, which right. seems counterintuitive. Right. So You just run the hell out of a, 3D pr- a couple sets of 3D printers, you'll be fine. That's fair. Right? <clears throat> I I'm, that is I was gonna say I'm mostly concerned about the terrain, knowing that they have to have four of each of these boards for whatever you know, for ten teams. So I mean, I don't want well, it to have to end up being like what the 40k stuff was that we saw at Renegade. Yeah. Where it was just oh like, my god! Here, here's your six pieces of identical terrain, and like, ick. And it's all styrofoam. And, yeah, it's right. Like giant piece Cut of and painted styrofoam of just nothing blondness. Like, uh, that would. That would immediately turn me off to everything. And I really haven't looked to see any pictures from what was done last year in Poland. Are there pictures available somewhere? I haven't really, I I haven't checked the, my Google Foo has not been directed that way yet, so. Right, right. Maybe a Facebook page somewhere might have something. I don't know, I'm going to look right now. Do some investigation, yeah. If there isn't one, um, we'll be sure to post a lot of pictures. Right. Um, yes. So folks who yeah. are thinking about participating next year might yeah. have an idea of what happened this year. So, Yeah. So, I mean, that's the opposite. Crazy Town. Right? We like Crazy Town. That's how we roll. Mm-hmm. It's about right. And then shortly after that, so that's what, April? End of April? Mm-hmm. Um, we got May off, effectively. Get a month well. off in there. <laughs> okay. So then after that is Bug Eater in June. June? Mm-hmm. Is it still June this year? Or is uh, it, it is. The first it is, weekend in June. It is June 5th through the 7th this year. Yeah. Okay. End of the first week instead of like the first days of June. Right. Right. So that's I think Omaha. That, I think that was a... Well, it's a school calendar thing that causes that. Yeah. Because obviously yep. you have to wait for school to be done to have the space be used for our stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's they a, have to... Go ahead. And that's a thousand-point tournament. Uh, you can have dual platoon. You can do one as an armor platoon. No special characters. Thousand points. Go. Right. Are theaters yeah. selectors still allowed? Oh yeah. Oh okay. yeah. Oh, it's, it's that one's wide open. All that's right. yeah. And Josh is is who runs it. He's you know, it's like yeah, go ahead. Well, I don't have to play you guys. Have fun with that. <laughs> I don't have to play any of those lists. <laughs> nobody's nobody's douched enough, uh, douched it off, out enough to uh, turn it off yet. Yeah, well, it, and well, flame th- tanks are back in. So. Yeah, and there's a, I mean, there is a soft scoring component in regards to if you can bring something. Yeah, right. With a historical <laughs> basis, kind of thing. Totally. So, 
Yes. Totally. And then, yeah. I think one of the questions he has is, you know, is this a historical theme force or did the, your opponent just handpick strong units or something like that? Both. So, okay. That's both. That's the key. <laughs> the, the key is to get both, yes. Well, I've had opponents where, you know, the list of stuff they put together was 100% optimized to do what it did and had no merit in the in any of the any of the theaters or anything. But he blatantly said that, so I'm like, well, there you go. So, okay. but that's that's a fun event. We like that one. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah, absolutely. We, we kind of rock that one as a as a Minnesota club. A bunch mm-hmm. of our friends come down for that one for sure. I don't know if I'll be able yeah. to make that one just because of Ireland. We'll see. That's a it's a challenge to get my wife to sign up for too many events, right? Mm-hmm. So, rightfully so with the, yeah. with the full household Brood. you have. Yeah. Yeah, Night, bedtime sucks, so we gotta gotta take advantage of what we can. Um, so then, well, that's that's all that we have on the books right now, for us, for us. Yeah. So someone did reach out, and I was intrigued to go to ChaosCon. It's on but the wrong side of Wisconsin. Yeah, it's a long yeah, way it's through an, Wisconsin. It's Oshkosh. Does that sound right? Yeah. It sounds right. I'm gonna look at the thing. Yeah, right so now, it was Oshkosh, which is even. Yeah. Yep. And that is May 30th to the 31st is what the con is. So, again, this is a multiple event forum, and they're uh, apparently adding bolt action this year as a one-day 1,000-point. Nice. Uh, generic platoons and theater selectors from Army of are allowed. No armor platoons. Um, they are ignoring the campaign and battleground books. So units and selectors from them aren't. You can take only the, the generic armies of theater selectors, apparently. Okay. Uh, painted armies are not required, so it sounds like they have some beginners in the area, and this is the first tournament that they're kind of getting in the getting their toes wet with it. So nice, yep. that's awesome. Like that, that to me is cool that someone is putting this on and getting it going. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. more and, Midwest uh, players is always out to us. It was Pascal that, that did that. He, we've had a lot of conversations with that particular individual lately. Yeah. Anyway, Super cool. so, he, so yeah. They, so thanks for reaching out. Like, and this goes for anyone else, and, you, and that doesn't even have to be in the Midwest. I think we've gotten people from. I think we had tournaments in Tennessee and some other, like St. Louis. Um, if you have events you want Atlanta. us to talk about or think about trying to go, like we we we're always interested in more events. We we want to we will hype your event if nothing else. Um, yeah, I think absolutely. It's not that we're the sense. central communication source for no. event coordination. But we do know a guy who uh, puts that stuff on a map, which I think we've shared at least once on our Facebook page. If not, I'll try and do it again. Yes. Uh, kinda, he tries yeah. to map all the events in the area. So if you get it to us, we'll get it to him, and then make sure you guys get a, a go-between to this person. who I, I I have his name in my contacts. I don't remember his name. is off the top of my head, though. Totally. But we'll get it out there. And we've, we have sent swag to other tournaments, which I don't – I'm – in between on, I don't know, some random dude running around in one of our shirts somewhere in Canada. Wasn't that Canada? I think it was Canada. Yeah, uh, I think it was a Canada yes, it tournament. Was. Niagara Falls area. Yes, that's right, because we had to send it across. Yeah, Bravo, Mike. Funny. Yeah, we had to yeah. send it in, in North send America. Send it to a P.O. box a yeah. <laughs> on the American side so he could come over and get it and bring it back to his tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't be admitting this on the air. I have no idea. It sounds, I, sounds sketchy as shit. People, so. people do it all the time. Don't no, worry. No, I know, I know. 
Well, we weren't doing super crazy. Like he was like in Canadian law enforcement. I think he was okay with it. Yeah, that's right. He was. Yeah, he was a some kind of law enforcement. I remember that too. Yeah, Niagara Falls Police. So we sent some dice and some shirt and whatever. Hopefully they enjoyed it. But so anyway, reach out to us. We'll see what we can do. I got some. I have to come up with some new things anyway. So maybe there will be a chance for some other freebies it probably won't be as nice as a shirt but maybe something else uh yeah are we are we gonna go do uh new uh snafu shirts for adepticon um i'm not sure about adepticon yet there will definitely be some form of a new shirt for worlds but i'm not sure it's going to be a snafu mm-hmm. shirt right because i don't know like okay does that feel does that feel douchey to like make john wear a snafu shirt Yes, that's douchey. <laughs> yeah, that's what no, I we're thought. not. We're not representing <clears throat> Snafu. We're no, we're in, we're yeah. We're the I mean, US we are on then. the on the down low, but we're we're there to represent the, the amazing American communities. You need you need to make the entire shirt like a giant U.S. flag, just obnoxious too, like sequins. <laughs> that's <laughs> with cowboy hats. With cowboy hats, which is which is so. funny because I am one of the few people that actually believes in the you know. Respecting the flag the way it's supposed to be respected. You mean the way um, you mean the way the law says it has to be? Yeah, yeah kind of. Like, which just means you don't wear it as a piece of a garment, which is uh, kind of one of the big rules right. that's being broken by so many people. Um, how about uh, how about we all get um, Elvis Presley jumpsuits? That's pretty Jesus. American. <laughs> now we're talking. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> or just we could we could borrow the old Skullbro Awesome's wrestling outfits. Oh, God. oh, the lucha, it's, it's, the lucha yeah, mask. Yeah, those aren't very American. The, the wrestling's very American, but that's you don't want to see me in a unitard. That's for sure. Actually, I kind of. I don't want to see me in one. <laughs> well, you don't have to see yourself if there's no mirrors. Right, just don't look in a mirror. You'll be fine. You just and don't look at anyone's faces when they're like, "Oh dear shit, what happened?" Well, I mean, that could be part of the psychological warfare that we wage against our. Just, if you go in psychological warfare, then you need stars and stripes thongs and just just, just be done with it. Just, just those uh, the over the shoulder banana hammock ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The mankini. Yeah, the mankini. There we go. And just well, you can just bring sure a Bluetooth speaker playing the Battle Hymn Republic over and over again. Okay, and just make yeah. sure it just sits on the table like all day long. Like just get rest um, it on there. Like get the American flag on your beer belly, and if you could learn how to do the wave with it, you could have like, you know. <laughs> no, no. You all stand together in the morning and someone body paints the flag across all four of you. And then oh. you stand there and just shake your stomach a little bit and it's like the flag's waving. Oh, I'm going to be disturbed for us and I'm not going anymore. Um, ah. <laughs> so we, I don't know what we're going to do for shirts yet. I, we have to talk about that. That to me is less of consequence than actually trying to figure out what the hell we're going to wear. Or like what we're gonna what we're gonna bring for armies? Uh, yeah, it certainly is. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> yeah, as well make, it should be. Like, yeah, like pants, right? We, we should wear pants. Well, sure, of course. Okay. I'm not gonna wear no. pants now, Pat. I'm gonna wear shorts. Dude, these are gonna be long ass days in Ireland. Jeggings, jeggings, it's Ireland and jeggings. Well, I'm Ireland in to, April uh, to chaps. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. That's pretty American. Ooh yeah yeah yeah. Cow- Why would we just do go kilts? By- Arse, arse. Uh, you and me together, we're going to be in trouble. I think that's going to be the case. Uh, we'll see. I did some preliminary searches for WTC, and I couldn't find anything, by the way. I, I didn't see any pictures. I have no idea what it's going to be like. I hope it's well-managed and that the terrain is passable. I don't know that we're going to expect more than that. I know that 
Well, I'm hoping for great games, and to meet a lot of well, people sure, that that's, love that's the game as much too. as we do. So, <clears throat> I'm hoping you crush your enemies and see them driven before you and hear the lamentations of their women, so you know. <laughs> like I'll work on that one, coming together. <laughs> Hashtag life goals. So. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> yeah, something like that. We'll, we'll raise their armies to the ground. That's right. Be sure when you win a game to get right in the guy's face and chant USA as loud as you can, too. <laughs> what, so what it sounds like we're not going for any sportsmanship awarding. Is what, is I didn't see saying? any sportsmanship awards. So. Okay, bro, well, bro, if I can't win one of those, then screw them. We're Americans. We don't win sportsmanship awards internationally. <laughs> yeah. I we mean, make up our own and award them to ourselves. We'll you see. can always rely on the Americans to do the right thing eventually. Probably. <laughs> eventually. And probably. That's you can eventually and probably is probably the sentence that has but to be. That's Winston that. Churchill, by the way. Yeah. 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 Well, um the different times when he was around. So. <laughs> just right. A just a little. Right. Just a little. <laughs> Moving I, right I think along. he was very happy that America finally entered the war is what he's trying to say there. Well, I'm sure everyone was happy that the Americans decided to jump in on the war. I'm not saying I don't that think we, the, I don't think the Germans were. I don't think well, Japan certainly well, didn't care for it. Any. Okay, did, yeah, Germans and Japanese. Okay, uh, the, uh, the Allied side was, I'm sure, very happy <laughs> to get Sorry. the resources that they needed. How does that sound? I've clarified my statement. I don't think anyone on the Allied side was pissed off, for sure. <laughs> right? We brought tanks. And trucks and dudes. Lots and lots of dudes. Yep. Uh, and boots and pants and guns. Yes, all things we needed. <laughs> and boots yes. and pants and boots and pants. And, and lots and lots and of planes, too. Didn't we bring lots of planes? We certainly brought lots of planes. We brought a, a, so. a few a few bombs here and there, and just one or two really big ones. <laughs> yeah, just the, yeah. So uh, we finally, eventually, kind of did our part. So we yep. we yes, obviously there was a fairly big saf- sacrifice from a lot of different countries. Though it wasn't just us. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, that's why so, we call it a world war. <laughs> I think we have time for this. Let's 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 roll right into right. It was a full-on world war. Oh, Even Brazil made something. it. Yep. Right? Like, yeah. All sorts of countries were involved. Anyway, I'm going to call this next segment version 3, because that's what we're talking about. Uh, whatever whatever happens in version 3, whatever all the wish listing we want to do. Because, you know what? I've heard guff about this from other people and other places and on Facebook, and I don't give two shits if... People don't want to know what we have to think about version three, because we have thoughts, right? Like we want well, to make it better. We want to make it a better game. If they don't Correct? like it, they can start their own podcast. Right, right. Well, and on top of that, like, okay, they want the game to be exactly the same. Then why the fuck are we getting a new version of Bolt Action? If you're happy playing version two, just play to version help, two, just to help rid yourself of another twenty five dollars or more. Because it's a hardcover book, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, 38 maybe. Yeah, something like that. It, it creeps up quick. I mean, so the reality is, is like, I, there are things wrong with the game. I'm going to admit that. I don't think anyone should say that the game is perfect because it is not. There are uh, suboptimal choices. And I think... Well, when you look at all the different tournaments who are, you know, and we saw this in fantasy where the tournaments are like, okay, this is fine, this isn't fine, this works this way in my tournament, and you're starting to see that again. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're starting to see some. There's uh, tournaments that are coming out with one veteran. You can, you can only use this in my tournament, and this works this way in my tournament. And we're seeing, 
more of that. Uh, for those of you that listen, obviously Juggernauts, they have their thing. Uh, Bacon Burgers are talking about doing their thing that's going to work down in Melbourne. Tristan Rubes, nice job, by the way, like the podcast. And you're seeing this more and more, and even us, to a degree, have kind of said, hey, you're only doing this. No, you can't do this and this and this, but you can do this. So Yeah, I mean, we're not Does that mean the game's bad? No. No. Does it does it say that it needs a new version? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I it needs some correction, of course. I think tweaks. that's inevitable. Tweaks. 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 Yeah, tweak tweaks. Yep. Tweaks. Don't don't make a blatant change like fantasy eighth to Age of Sigmar. Don't go that oh drastic. God. Don't give us a four page rule set. <laughs> and say there's no points. Points don't matter. Yeah, don't do that. Tweaks. I don't think that's going to happen. I no, mean, that won't, that should never happen again. Nobody should ever follow that model. I'd like more than a tweak well, or tweaks. I think I mean, there's I think yeah. there's some real under the hood things you can do here. So I I think you and I Dale are on the same page. We've talked enough in depth on stuff, and we're like that would be so awesome to see some fairly. St- I mean, and in reality, it wouldn't be game breaking. None of the stuff we've talked about is breaking the game. Um, no. You know, with, as far as, like, how you select your army and stuff like that being different, mm-hmm. I don't think that would break the game. And I do think it would be more challenging for someone to actually find that line of super cheese, right? Like, Oh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's... You might be able okay. to bend it, but... Right. So let's, yeah, but, let's do this. Yeah. What, what, Rick called the... What did you call it? The segment changes V3. Maybe we'll do this again. Version three. three. We're just calling it version, version three. Version three. How about if each one of us just pick one thing that you'd like to see tweaked done? Otherwise, this could be like another hour. Oh, we could talk for an hour on this. For <laughs> it sure. could be a whole episode. Right? Anyway, mm-hmm. so we're, let's let's go through the ones you listed this time, and we'll do that for next time. How's that sound? Yeah. Okay. Right? So okay. there's there's a slow rule, add a fast rule, and yep. I'm like, that's what recce is. Well, it's not. It's not, but it is. It's not. <laughs> But it's not. Uh, okay, but one not. thought All particular right. is the Stuarts. They were fast and, tanks. And the Hellcat. So fast maybe the Hellcat was fast. Right. So, so maybe it's... So what would fast be? Just an extra three inches? Yeah. It can yeah. move 12. Yep. Oosh. Track vehicle can move 12. Ouch. It's fast. Scary it doesn't get It doesn't get the extra turns that the wheeled vehicles do, but it, it gets an it's, extra it's three just, inches. It's just, it's, Rick, it's just three inches. Don't be afraid of it. That's what she said? Yeah. <laughs> it's only three inches. No, that's what I said to her. Oh, okay. Right. Oh. I'm all right. Um, okay. Jesus. <laughs> tank on a, tank on a uh, fast tank on the road. 24? Is 24 inches, yeah, which is the standard move of a wheeled vehicle off-road. Sure. On no, no, I know. I'm just treating it like we're just thinking about it as a wheeled vehicle. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Would the, would the Hellcat get it? Yeah. It was Hellcats fast. are fast as hell, man. No, I know that's, but then so they're twelve inch recce. That would that would be I don't know. I could see that yeah. being dicey. Uh, but, that could maybe only be during an advance or a run, which recce okay. is right. not. Yep, right. That would yep. that would make sense. That would make it a little bit better. Okay, and I'm, that would I'm be fine. Less, I'm less I'm less offended by it for sure. Yep. Um, someone well, good. If we can get by you, we have a chance of getting up the warlord. So. <laughs> yeah, that's not true at all. Good luck. Good luck. They're much more scrutinizing that's... than I am. All right, um, moving on. Yeah. So snipers, actual, actual versus gameplay. So and I... this, this is we kind of talked about this when John was in town. We went to dinner. Actually, okay. Yeah. Uh, Dale and John talked about it to extensive. Dale, why don't, why don't you maybe take this one? 
Right. So the idea was, you know, how can you, what can you do to take existing units and, you know, change them up a little bit to, you know, make them more interesting to play or things like that. And we just talked about small teams a little bit and the sniper is one of those things. And if, if your unit is taking fire from a sniper in reality, you're in the dirt and you're not moving anywhere until you're can be reasonably sure that you're in the clear. And so we were talking about, well, what could you do? How could you reflect that in the game? And so we're thinking, well, you could force it, force a unit to go down. Right. Uh, so think of that, that that scene from Saving Private Ryan, right? The sniper in the bell tower, the whole squad, nobody's moving an inch, right? Right. They're all laying on the ground, hiding behind whatever piece of rubble they can yeah. hide behind. Right. Actually, but, that would be interesting. But yeah. if 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 you would obviously have to adjust the points on the sniper, different things like that, and I'm th- well, It'll make them maybe like five hundred points, or <laughs> maybe maybe you can force them to take a morale check. And if they fail, they have to go down. That Something makes along great those sense. lines. That makes great sense. Right. Yeah. So and so that was one of the things that we that we kind of talked about and just kind of just ideas back and forth when we were having dinner that night. So yeah. now is that in lieu of the hit a small team and automatically kill the whole small team if you do one wound? No, it's just an addition. Is that in addition? To? Yeah, in addition to. Okay. Because right, I find so, the biggest know, problem people have sniper. with snipers. Yeah, with snipers is killing the entire small team with one hit. Yeah, because. Really and, hurt and you see that play. you see that in tournaments that say that they just negate that part of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, because if you think about it in actuality versus gameplay, the sniper would no, never be anywhere near where the mortar is firing, right? Like, they're never going to be shooting at a mortar, or almost. Well, the mortar's shooting at a mortar. the mortar's not going to be in range. Yeah. That that's the what I'm saying. Right? The sniper's not even going to see it. Like, that's they're the not going to see battlefield. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I, so, it, like, negating that would be fine by me if that's what they wanted to do. I think that'd be a reasonable thing. There's some interesting things about the sniper that I was like, I think the sniper's fine, but there's some some nuanced differences that I like that you're talking about there. But a but, sniper could do some serious stuff. You would have to definitely adjust the points. And I'm going to and I'm going to be in the category where I like that the snipers can eliminate small teams like that. Because you ha- then it forces you to be smart about okay. how you play those small teams. You know, if if a, if a sniper can shoot your medium mortar off the table, well, put your medium mortar behind a building and set up your your spotter. Right. How about you know, how about this? Or, too, though. How about well, this? Yeah, so right then, now, you know. I mean, that's it's just one of those things. Or you're taking a defensive sniper. So, or you're doing target saturation, or you right. know any of those kinds of things, or you're you know getting up in the sniper's face and forcing them to move, which means then they can't snipe. And any so, right now, rules is written. The sniper is part of that advanced deploy, so they go after the army's been set out. Mm-hmm. Now, I think in the reality is that the snipers are out there in the middle of the night to the presumed battlefield. Right. right. What if you had to set your sniper up? Before the rest of the army deployed, your opponent deployed in his deployment zone. How much would that change things? Significantly. Well, because if the way that, advanced deploy works, you can't be with you can't be within twelve inches of an enemy. So that does a lot of that's area negation. If I get to drop the sniper team first, sure, which is okay. true. Right. That makes sense. Like I said, just, it does. Just thought of that. It's got its positives and negatives, though, right? Because you would mm-hmm. get to play around it too, though, which does. Right, because yeah, then you could hide your mortars. You <clears throat> could hide your small teams. 
Yeah, but you you should always put your sniper someplace where you can see the most things. So he's always sure. going to be occupying a high ground somewhere that's got the best view of the battlefield. Or you're playing your sniper wrong. Right? Or there's not high ground, right. which is a possibility and the, too. And my problem with snipers being as good as they are, even if lists don't take them, you don't know that when you're building your list. And so they really heavily impact the use of small teams. It's sort of like why the Italians don't take small teams, because you don't want to get behind in your order dice. Right. It's the yeah, same reason very yeah. few armies take small yeah. teams, is because if there's a sniper, or God forbid two, or what Stalingrad, like three or four, uh, you're just going to lose all your small teams two, like that. Two per, so. per platoon, yeah. Yeah. I mean, imagine that if you built a sniper list out of, you know, the... With the world's list there where you can have as many platoons as you want to. Totally. Hey, hey, be, stop giving up secrets. Well, it's not going to do dick against, like, armored vehicles or just big units of bros, but if somebody's thinking they're going to bring, like, MMU or a lot of small teams and or if someone foolishly brought three, you know, medium machine gun teams for the Americans or double flamethrowers like or something Dale's, like Like uh, Dale's quad, quad sniper Russian list? Yeah, exactly. It's just going to wreck any small team play. Yeah. It's too right. good. It's yep. the same thing with airstrikes in first edition. They're just a little too good. But we don't want to go overboard like they did nerfing airstrikes from first to second. Because airstrikes are basically useless in second edition. Sorry. Well, let me ask you this then. Is they it, are. They're, they're a waste of points. <clears throat> is, it, um, is it a bad rule on its own? Or is it a bad rule when you spam it? It's too powerful on its own. And it's gross in spam. Okay. I just thought of an actual, like, what if... This is an interesting one, okay? So what, are the, what is a sniper negative four to hit normally? Something like that? Some uh, crazy small shot team, and it's, and it's, you know, it's usually in cover. Okay, so, so what, if, what if you start at negative four, and every time it shoots, it loses one of its cover? Because, I mean, that in reality is also the, the secret to a sniper, right, is that nobody knows where they are. Uh, and you're starting to get too complicated. I mean, it's, all yeah, these things are kind of complicated, but... Well, something easy. Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive in here because yeah. I'm gonna grab medium machine guns next, and this is the same thing. Yes. Bolt action has a great mechanic already with the pin system, and I think they should make more use of that. So in this case, sure. I think snipe, the sniper should just throw down two pins when it shoots at a unit, regardless if it hits or not. If sure. he hits, throw a third pin on it. That's that's fantastic. That that takes care of everything. The sniper is worthwhile. He's yeah. kicking out pins like a mofo. That's represents your guys getting their heads down. Yep. You know. That's like kind that. of what pins are. Right, but it doesn't wreck small team play. No. No, you're right. So you take away, would you That's take good. away the superficial damage, or the, not superficial, Super the damage, ex- yes. Ex- exceptional damage. I would take out the exceptional. Ex- yep, I take that out and give them the, the two, unless, two auto unless pins they actually, and a third if they hit. Unless well, they actually hit sixes. Maybe. Well, yeah, maybe, if you hit sixes, that's different. Yeah, it's just normal exceptional yeah. damage then. Maybe their um, they're, sniping ability where they always do exceptional damage, um, doesn't count against small teams. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah that again, too. that just sounds nuanced for... Like, right. I just I just like throwing out pins. Pins yeah. are easy. It's a great mechanic. Let's use right. it. Right. And, and quite honestly, like if you think about like whenever you run into a... Well, I'm just thinking of movies, right? So movies are kind of the example I have for this. Again, Saving Private Ryan's a great example. Like mm-hmm. when they're running out and they see a sniper... It's not the freaking officer that gets shot. It's you know, private John over there that oh was yeah, the and he's guy never running the killed. front. Yeah, yeah, he's right. never actually killed. He's wounded, no, but so that it's never the other guy tries to go never... out to save him. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, snipers. Abs- I mean, if it's well, but just the fact that it's not sniper. the main guy getting shot. 
Snipers will absolutely shoot officers. That's that happens in yeah. Stalingrad constantly. I mean, yeah. it's, they're high value targets. That's the primary. You bet. Right, but if there aren't any if, officers if around, the first guy to, to poke his head out yeah. of cover is probably gonna be sniped. Yep. So, yeah, um, he's probably yeah, gonna anyway, get it. I, I like um, I like your rule a lot, um, Jeff. I'm just I'm just thinking, I miss I miss I mean, there's we're changing the rule. Then it's just it's just pins as opposed to killing one high value target. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, I've he's still hitting on it, too. Right. Maybe he does exceptional damage on a 4-up. That, that, that could also that'd be, be better. As, as being Something? a victim of seeing mortar teams just getting plucked off the board, one, two, and then like, oh, well, that was a lot of fun yeah. for me. Thanks. You know. If I uh, if I can add addition to that, if it's on a, if you, you say, like, exceptional 4+, he's still got to roll the wound, right? Yes. So yes. regular sure. or better, he's killing a guy exceptionally anyway. If he wounds him, he's killing him. So it doesn't really... Change change anything. anything? Yeah, I think you just leave it. I leave. Yeah. I, I actually like just adding more pins and taking away exceptional. Let's say roll sixes, because it's just it makes that rule less. It makes it less cumbersome. But that's getting into the weeds a little too much. But medium machine gun is the next one on our list, and I think we've talked about this one before. Right. We think that one should just kick out more pins too, right? Yep. yep. I think that makes it an easy fix for that one. Yep. Just have it kick out more pins. We also now, thought this would be. Um, be a good uh, candidate for forcing a unit down. You know, have they have to take the dice out of order the order test? Order test. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yep. sniper and sniper and machine gun sound awful similar at this well, point, it, but for yeah. different. Well, I think reasons. we also we also agreed that medium machine gun should always act as being on ambush. Sure, that'd be awesome too. Or I mean, there's a there's a game out there. What's, what's the uh, the that modern firearms game that we toiled with a little bit, Jeff? So they have an interesting, basically like a suppression fire rule, where at the unit's activation, you target an area, you roll whatever, and so many four-ups, you put that many tokens in this area, wherever that unit happens, near unit, and if that unit decides to activate, they now have to deal with those possible hits for wounds kind of mm. thing, I think is what we had talked about. Sounds tricky. I- I like that rule. I don't like the extra bookkeeping it causes in a game. Right. Does that make Tokens. sense? Tokens. Now it's, well, a, now it's an FFG game. Yeah, exactly. Now we're, yeah, now we're moving that's into what different I want to game avoid. systems. That's right. what I want to avoid. That's why just throwing extra pins out is easy. It's a mechanic that already exists. Right. And you can you can put them in ambush anytime you pull a dice. If you want to put them in ambush, it's not that hard to put them in ambush. Like, yeah. I, I kind of like the idea of them being able to just pull their dice and go, in, go to fire when they want. So, something like that. Right, like some cool mechanic like that, but that sounds maybe a little too powerful. They always count as being an ambush. That seems kind of cool. Do they put out more pins than the sniper? No, Ooh. they just put an automatic pin in the second if they hit. Yeah, they're just so an area denial piece, is what they are. Yeah. So, so they'll still throw out one extra pin, but not as good as a sniper round because machine gun fire, you know, you can tell where it's coming from, you can get down. Sniper fire is sudden and holy crap, what's going on? Right, yeah, it's a little idea. more concerning. Yeah. Yep. Not knowing has always bothered the human race. If you let them fire as if they are always an ambush, I think, is kind of a cool thing that makes them unique as opposed to just a less effective pin distribution. And so. that's, that's you know, more of just like the team... The, the actual MMG team and not an MMG on a vehicle or wherever else you have it. Mm-hmm. And in that, yeah, that arc line of fire yes. they have, yeah, 
I mean, I, that I think I think that's really interesting, personally. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, I mean, with those changes, I think they're certainly it increases. Someone their might take value. one yeah. intentionally. Or yeah, not because they accidentally painted it as their fir- part of their first army. Yeah. Or because right. it shows up with the HQ with the support team for your uh, paratroopers yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you're like I might as well use this. Right. You're like, and you're like, oh wait, now I know I don't use that. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. Kind of like oh, shotguns and marines. Yeah, mm. I could take a forty point. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I dro- I dropped them from my list. Just FYI. No, they're gone from mine too. I, I'm bringing I'm bringing an engineering squad. I'm bringing a flamethrower instead. In fact, the, in fact, those arms have been ripped off those particular models and are waiting for new ones right now. <laughs> Jeez, better use of points. Yikes. Wow, you, okay. you got rid of those with prejudice. Jeez. Um, do you need some more models, Pat? I can get you a couple more Marines if you want to just like keep the guys with shotguns for like version three. <laughs> Too late. Yeah, shotguns get a great rule. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. version three where shotguns become like the the creme de la creme, right? Well, they neutered the shit out of assault rifles, right? In version two, hey, well, totally. No, they're just, they're just overcosted for what they do. Five points, eighteen inch, two shots with assault. Yeah, yeah. Five points but is tough. Last edition, last last edition, they were so much better. What they do in V one? There were two shots at twenty four. Oh, and they had yeah. assault. Yeah, six inches. <laughs> I keep telling my wife, six inches is a lot. Yeah, losing that extra inch, and uh, yeah, it's two, still two Six. shots, right? It's still two, and they're eighteen. Yeah, it's the the, the distance that they. So lost. the same as yeah. shotgun, just two points more. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's they're hard take. They're distance. harder to take now. A lot harder. Yeah, they make pills for that, by the way. Just saying. Shh. Um, <laughs> right. So the next one on the list is Tiger Fear. I don't want to talk about this one because I don't want them to change it. I I like. Tiger Fear as, as is. As the German player. So here's the as, big as thing that player. everyone everyone gets angry about with Tiger Fears. Everyone is just insistent that the 230-point Panzer IV shouldn't have it, even though, historically speaking, it has the same silhouette as the Tiger one, and from a distance could very easily be mistaken, and several records report has been mistaken. So here's our fix. Instead of instead of just taking the Tiger Fear away from the poor Panzer IV, which everyone likes to take, reverse that a little bit. Uh, put it on the unit that's seeing the Tiger IV. So if it's an experienced unit, they're always going to think it's a freaking Tiger and react with Tiger Fear. If it's a regular, give them a four up to ignore that Tiger Fear. And vets will never test. They just know that that's, that's a Panzer IV, not a Tiger. Don't worry about it. Let's go. <laughs> Sounds obnoxious. So I'd have to remember that too. Okay, so here's here's actually it's funny because uh, one of our listeners reached out. And I don't know if anyone else read this, but John posted something uniquely intriguing, and I don't know if this is true or not. Maybe Jeff can point this out whether or not it's actually factually accurate. One of the things he said is one of the reasons why Panzers get the Tiger Fear that they do is in the later war when you're watching a tank platoon move, the Panzer fours were always in front. Right, so they were always seeing the veteran Panzer IVs move up, and then they're like, "Shit, are there Tigers behind it?" They never knew if there were Tigers coming or not. So that was, but the formation always was Panzers then Tigers. So that was another thing that he threw out there is like the potential for this is that they're just hiding the Tigers and you don't know it yet. Um, so I, I don't know if that's I don't know if so like a Tiger anticipation rule, 
Kind of. I mean, it's just it's just them seeing a, a, a platoon, a, a, you know, a bunch of tanks rolling down, and they're like, oh shit, there's there's Panzers. The tiger would be next if it's coming, and you know they're yeah anticipating a tiger. Yeah. Can we call it the Tiger T's rule instead? Tiger T's? The Tiger T's. Yes. Well, only if it's a Panzer IV. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so, Tiger Fear, I like it as a rule. Um, what I don't like about it is it slows the game down. And yep. now, mind you, that you know I, I did Bug Eater with uh, Panzer IV. A lot of people beat me, too. But that could have been part well, of it. I don't know. You were well, the worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't. Well, that truth be told, I only lost two games there, and I lost them very handily and won the rest. But still, nonetheless, I don't like Tiger Fear, but not so, because it's it's uh, broken, but it's um, it nerfs other units, it, and I just don't like those kinds of. Rules. It hinders it's, other play, right. which I get why you don't yeah. like it. Here's the thing: I have never seen anyone highly effectively use Tiger Fear in such a way that it breaks the game. Holy crap! You needed to be a bug eater and sitting next to me then. Really? Did you bust the shit out of it? Like you busted Dude, bro, it, or some... bro rolled up on the table with a flamethrower team in a truck right next to my Panzer IV, and he was going to get out and flame it at point blank range, and he failed the Tiger Fear to get out of the truck. <laughs> and then he was standing there point blank with my Tiger, just spun the turret around and blew the truck to Wait, hell. Wait, what? Oh, now I have to read the rules. Shit, I have to go get my book. Cause yes, they you... have to test to get out of the transport if they can see the Tiger. It's in the fac. It is in the fac. Okay, because yep. I was like, they can't see anything inside the truck. Yeah, they fact that. Yeah, now they, they can. Because now, now everyone's going to bitch September about that. September fact said that people inside trucks have to suffer tiger fear. Yep. Oh, man. Like, yeah, that's that. that everyone's going to hate that then. Uh, please yep. see episode 39 or 38. <laughs> I, don't rem- I don't remember that episode in particular. Of course not. Uh, <laughs> especially when it favors me. Well, when I'm fighting non-Germans. I, I don't know. I, I, I have your Germans yeah, still okay, in, my, in my back room here if you need them. Uh, yeah, I'm going to eventually need those back, but not in the near future, I don't think. Mm-hmm. They've decided to go allies for a little while. Um, yeah. anyway, I don't know, right? Go, Joe. I, I think there's a lot of more unique rules the German army could have. For sure. That would cost less consternation than Tiger Fear is currently causing. How funny would that be if they make a version 3 and the only army book that needs to get updated is the fucking German book again? That would be hilarious. That would say that they have no idea how to write the rules for the German army in this game. Yeah, they're, well, they're skirting right. around stuff, right? They're trying to be like, these guys are ruthless, but not be too, uh, uh, what's the word, generous? I don't know. Yeah. I don't they know. still they're like German to... players to buy their product, is what you're saying? Yeah, right. Yeah, they, well, they want everyone to not hate the game. and Right. So, like, no matter what, if you're, play, if, you're playing, if you're playing late war, your first order must be to run to your table edge and retreat. Right. Yeah. That, yeah, sounds like that wouldn't be very either. fun for me. Yeah, make them like the Italians or something? God, that would be awful too. Like, I don't... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then release a book with the teasing thought that you're going to fix them and then not fix them at all, just make them right? worse differently. Yeah, there's an Italian book coming, and we changed one rule. Um, and, it, and it's still just as bad. I, okay, so I'm, I'm with Jeff. I think, I think the answer is not to try and improve Tiger Fear. It is to make a different rule or different army rules that are, you know, unique to the Germans, right? There are plenty yep. of, like, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but... Blitzkrieg. I, Blitzkrieg? Yeah. Sure, so, you, so here army would First turn, all tanks have fast. Or Dude, every infantry squad gets a free LMG. First one's free. Give them the shoots and roll. 
should just give everyone that oh dude that would get abused to hell but it would be better you know what people would bitch about that less uh, five squads, hundred points. Uh, yep, find me an points. army that find me an army. I lied. That doesn't get a free hundred points. Oh wait, they yep. do. Every other Everybody army gets hundred points. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'd be cool with that. Would you make it only full strength units get the LMG? Every squad gets a free LMG, regardless of size. No, First no. LMG is free. You say you pay First for the size. Okay. Size matters not. Judge me by yeah, my size. If, do you? If the squad can take an LMG, they get. They get the, they get one. Yeah, they have to be able to take an LMG. Yeah. Right, they get yeah, one yeah, for free. Yeah, yeah. First one's yes. free. Yeah. First taste is free. The second one you pay for. And his squad. <laughs> um, second one costs twice. And if the squad only has the option for one LMG, they only get the free one. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. I'm. I am. I think that rule in itself is perfect. Yep. So you could get rid of Tiger negative, Right, because it doesn't have the negative. Play experience that Tiger Fear is causing. Uh, do you do you drop the the buzz saw with the free? Hell no, LMG? no, no, you keep no, it. No. No. Yeah. No. bro, you get a free fucking Ford artillery observer, man. You don't get to complain about free LMGs in the five squads. <laughs> you don't get to f- complain about 25, 20, what, 25 extra shots a turn. And then, so have you bought Jesus, stock in the lot. have you bought stock in the warehouse that's holding all these uh, German uh, plastics that haven't been sold yet, or, or is that still coming? <laughs> yeah. And if they upgrade the MMGs, the rules where they're more to effective, make sense, um, add Hitler's buzz side of that, and it just you know kind of yeah, jeez, oh, so just yeah, yeah, uh, okay. Well, we just fixed the Germans. Print it, Woo-hoo. right. Hey, just hey, John, let us know. We'll, we'll play test that for you if you need to. Yeah, so. you right. You can just, just give, give us, us a credit. It's free. Just give we'll us credit. Edit, we'll edit those rules. and Just call it Just call it the snafu rule. <laughs> there oh, we no, have they already have one of those. <laughs> no, yeah. it's FUBAR. That's FUBAR. No, it's FUBAR. That's right. It's FUBAR. We want... We want what, what could be worse than FUBAR? That could be the snafu. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's when you roll a one on your, your air observer. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a snafu and a half. Uh... Snafu's when you lose the game. I don't know. Snafu. Snafu's already a thing. Snafu is, is is when you panic. Oh wait, there's no panic in this game. Uh, isn't that the, one of the running well, jokes could, in like Saving Private Ryan? Is like, so. what, is, what is Snafu? What does that mean? No, it's Fubar. That's right. He talks about yeah, Fubar. It's Fubar. It's Fubar. They talk about well, I think Fubar, it's Dutch. Yeah. It's German. It's German. It's German. Well, I know all the German. I don't know what that means. Oh well, you'll figure it out. Yes, they, they all knew what Snafu was because they got the, they had to watch the videos before they went. Videos, right? The films, films. They were films. Videos. <laughs> Ooh, they, wow. they had to watch the the, the talkies. <laughs> yeah, the, geez, the laser disc. They had to yeah, watch the yeah, laser yeah disc. that was a laser disc era, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's all of our version three rolls for this this edition uh, for, for this for this episode. But wait, there'll be more. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. We'll talk about mini machine guns until our. You can tell we are all blue in the face. Until um, so I can put sure painting one on the table and it's stuff. not getting laughed at? Yes, that's the whole I have idea. four. For Christ's sake, I have four of them painted. Why, do, stupid. Why, do you, why do you have four of them? Did you not Don't learn after questions. one? Did you rip all their arms off too? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, didn't need, the, I didn't well. need those models for something else. Fair. Well, that's what I'm saying. is I can get you a couple more Marines. I have a couple extra sprues floating around here, I think. 
Well, let's we'll we'll see what happens with the with the next couple of versions as I work through this list for yeah. Adepticon. I can see Pat working like sitting in the backyard with a magnifying glass, just melting models. And be like, you did not perform well enough. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you failed me for the last time. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. that's the end of our agenda for the evening. Unless you want to talk about other podcasts, I don't really want to talk um. about other podcasts. No, we we've mentioned the couple I care about. Yeah, let's acknowledge yeah. they exist. Keep up the good work. We love. Yes, to we have. appreciate more the merrier. Yes, we appreciate. Yeah, there is. others. Um, juggernauts, we're coming to say hi. I hear you're going to WTC as well. Look forward right. to that. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a lot cool. of fun. Maybe we'll get more sweary. We we could try. <laughs> no, no. It's, what, was there? What's their tagline? Um, um, get petty. That's what they say. Yeah, when you play oh, them, if you're losing, oh. you're supposed to say get petty. I think. I think that's what their thing is. That sounds awful. Well, my objective them. is to get more drunky. So, well, <laughs> so their 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 stick is that if you're losing and can't do anything, you ask your opponent what their favorite model is, and then you focus everything you have left to kill that model, and that's getting petty, <laughs> apparently. Um, that sounds that's actually sounds about like right. Fun. <laughs> I like that. So, when, if anyone's kicking their ass they should say which <laughs> you want to get right. ready so they look at him to go like so right so what's your favorite model well I, I really like the way this one's painted good I'm going to kill him and that's getting petty apparently <laughs> so yeah. uh, we build on that. small that's, victories so right, right. it works right. right fair I mean if that's, what no, makes I, you, if that's what makes you happy that's what makes you happy that's pretty funny alright um, again thank you to those uh, Patreons out there we will do something in the near future for you. Uh, we just have to get through some of this other stuff. Obviously, we have some crazy shit going on, uh, but we'll keep we'll keep at it. Like I said, I'm, I have some ideas for new idea for new things. So we'll see where we it have goes ideas for new ideas. I like that. That's yeah. That's not the way Let's I should have said it. But we could, uh, yeah, new ideas for, for new ideas. We could ask the patrons to make one of our lists for the WTC. That seems like a really bad idea. I know. That does seem like a really <laughs> bad idea. <laughs> they could be some very this. talented players, for crying out loud, and have the best yeah, list. Yeah, but they listen to us, so they're yeah. probably not anymore. Right. So. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> all. To us, then they have the really bad advice. So mm-hmm. if anyone. That's where we're going to end it for the night. And we will be back in a few weeks. I was presuming we're going to try and get one out in February quickly. Yeah. Well, we're, yeah. we have to hit that. We've got to try that. That, that anniversary uh, episode date for February. So, so Pat, just just end it. Just put us out of our misery. Just, just end it all. This is Snafu. Over and out. That was Have very. Night, with, guys. That was with gusto. Good night. Oh my God. Good night, guys. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. <laughs> it was awesomely bad at the end there. All right. Someone stop recording. So terrible. <laughs> <laughs>
And we're not Scottish. Close enough. Jesus. You know, we'd, we'd get we'd be like go to a bar or a pub, a pub. There are pubs there, and you get punched in the face. Yeah, right away. So, well, yeah, I don't need to be wearing a coat to do that. So. Good point. Good point. <laughs> also true. Yeah. I have to keep you in check. No run in the mouth. <laughs> right, because I'm the ass of the group. Sorry, arse. Uh, I, oh. <laughs>